0: And it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast.
1: Listening to the We Can't
2: Wrestle podcast.
0: Now it's time for our host, Nate Maxson. Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Nate Maxson here with you, and of course, as always, I am joined by my convivial co-hosts, Mr. Kyle Army, Aaron Maxson, and convivial. Archie Mitchell. Convivial. Woo.
1: What the hell is convivial? Mean? What
3: is convivial?
0: We're using we big words today, fellers.
3: You use Guys, your word. <laughs> <Looks> <laughs> I don't like know the day, to toilet paper. Looks like a goddamn fans. hippie. <laughs> I don't know if our fans
1: can fucking know what convivial means.
3: Please just don't shave your beard again, because then your eyebrows will disappear.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I like my- I've never not had eyebrows. <laughs> but with your beard gone, the eyebrows recede back into your skull until the beard grows back. <laughs> now, you know you know what's messed up? <laughs> In high school we had a buddy of ours
1: at a at a camp that like we tried to convince him to shave like remember when it was cool like you shaved like a little Like, yeah. Well, it was it was
0: never cool, but I remember when people did it. (laughs)
1: So we convinced him. We're like, dude, you should like do it like all across your eyebrow, like have like line. Like if one is cool, like multiple will be like (laughs) super badass. And he did it, and he's like, oh, this looks bad, guys. (laughs) We're like, well, I guess you're gonna have to shave it off. He's like, guys, if I do it, will you do it? Me and my buddy Mark, are like, yeah, man, we'll do it. <laughs> he fucking shaves it off, and he's like, "All right, guys." We're like, "No, no that looks fucking stupid." Man. Fucking said, yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> okay. So we are playing
0: Super Cards Two, Dream Cards Two, I should say. We have all booked Dream Cards based on years we were assigned by other members of the team. Yeah, Kyle super. got two. Kyle got two thousand three. Yeah. Archie got 98. Yep. Damn Aaron right. got 95, and myself was assigned 1997. Archie, you were going to say something, and I cut I, you well, off.
3: You, you, uh, super Cards 2 sounds like we're playing Magic the Gathering or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yes, <you laughs> so it's green Cards too yes. I only pick, have a Charizard. I'm sorry. I did. I was going to say I hell. picture I
0: picture an ad that would come up. Yeah. You know, on an app where I'm trying to do something on an app and an ad comes up for some game with fire going across the screen or whatever. Now,
3: to be fair, we, I was giving Aaron two thousand, the year 2000 and around the, the month of May because of him making us watch Thunder. But <laughs> I was right nice to no, you picked the number. But he
4: knew, he could have just been like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. And, like, rigged
1: that shit.
3: But Nate, Nate doesn't do that. Nate wants to see <laughs> us go through that hell.
1: Yeah. We're not the WWE. We don't, you know. Yeah. Like, how do you know
4: <laughs> that Nate didn't have, like, 1 through 10 all just thunder?
0: <laughs> You'll never know. Yeah, You'll never know. know. <laughs> He's going to Nate- pull the Paul
1: Heyman out now. He'd be like... You're going to be wondering when you leave here tonight. <laughs> right, <and> I possibly? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to
3: message date after this. Did you really have thunder on L10? <laughs> You'll never know.
0: <laughs> so before we start that, we're as we're recording it's Tuesday. It's Thursday night, the tenth of September. Uh, the show will be out the, over, over the weekend at some point. But we found out today that uh, pretty shitty move. After 36 years of service, as a matter of fact, after being one of the guys that helped him get into business, the WWE and Vince McMahon released Gerald Briscoe today. And I, you know, I, a lot of times I am that guy. I'm that guy who's like, eh, people just love to shit on Vince and shit on WWE and blah, blah. But you know what? Letting Jerry Briscoe go, that's a shitty move. I mean, let's well, be honest. Well,
4: let's oh, yeah. say this. Oh, okay, okay, let's say this. I'll play devil's advocate here, right? Okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Pat Patterson, okay, is was let, is retired and isn't in the WWE anymore. What are you going to tell me that Pat Patterson isn't still getting money from Vince McMahon?
0: Well, Gerald Briscoe seems pretty broke up about this, though.
3: Well, I think mm-hmm. we, because of the way Vince did it, he just called him after Monday Night Raw and was like, "You know, Gerald, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
1: Like and you know what? It's not just this. It's also the fact that he came out and said, as we discussed on Sixty Minutes or Less this past weekend, uh, you know that now that he has given everyone thirty days to get off of any other type of social media right. or have any other thing. Like what in the fuck is he doing? Like what is he <laughs> thinking?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on as far as, I mean, I know, I know, I understand, it sounds terrible, but as a business person, I understand that that right now, they, you know, the talk is they're letting some office people go, they're letting some some road television people go, which I understand that. I mean, you know, the way the business is at the moment, I mean, you have to, you have to make cuts, especially with people whose jobs are obsolete at the moment. But here's the problem.
1: And here, and this is my biggest problem is they are still a fucking billion dollar company, right? Correct. And you know, I go off of what Nintendo did back in the nineties. Well, actually, I think it was like the two thousands when the Nintendo Wii came out, or no, not the Wii, the GameCube came out. It was a it was a flop. It didn't do well. Right. Their CEO, instead of letting people go, he took a pay cut himself to supplement right. that money.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right, like, that's how you handle business.
0: BKM well, ain't doing that. No, I
3: mean, you look, you look, here, look at the bad part, too. You got Triple H selling over $2 million worth of stock last week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you got every now and then Shane drops a chunk of stock. when. And I understand these guys want money. They need money, you know, money in their hand. But then you think about it. Okay, so you had more because he still has all that other stock left. Right. But you're firing people, sell stock, and pay your your You know, pay your people.
1: Look, I don't. I don't want to get into politics or anything else here, but I will say this: it's pretty goddamn ridiculous that we have a a, a country now where people are fucking over the little guy. Where they're the ones yeah. who make you know make it for everybody else. They're the ones you know who are actually doing the work. And then we have Congress and the Senate who can't fucking. All they want to do is bicker back and forth and yell at yeah. each other. And be like, oh, this person's doing this. This person's doing this instead of getting people actual help.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Like, why are we allowing this to happen?
0: And we are, just blindly. Um, also today, some sad news. Barry Scott, the guy who did all those awesome, I mean, those awesome intro videos for the TNA pay-per-views back in the day. Uh, did he if do you, something
3: you... for WWE as well?
0: I believe so. Um, Probably in the
3: early nineties. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: you'll know that voice when you hear it, ladies and gentlemen. Barry Scott passed away today, so rest in peace. And
3: oh, go ahead. It's safe to say, in at that time, um, sometimes Barry Scott's intro to the pay per view was was better than the the actual show. Yeah, you know, know (laughs) He was one of those guys that goes down in, in
1: history as like. It, it was like Freddie Blassie bringing in a pay per view. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he, those intros
0: are always fantastic.
1: He's yeah. up there with them.
0: Definitely. And uh, last but not least, those of you that I are familiar, with, yeah. those <laughs> those of you that are familiar, well, I'm with, an
1: optimist here, not a pessimist, <laughs> so I would like to believe
0: that that a lot of listeners the listeners are under the
1: ground. Other.
4: I'm not saying Fred Blassie's in hell. Well, There's I'm glad, as many glad, many you are,
1: glad under you aren't the grass,
2: way about it.
0: A lot of the listeners that listen, maybe if you're in California or, or like where where Archie is in Jersey or what have you, you may not know this name or you may know this name. But also, uh, side note, um, if you're a fan of Ohio and Indiana in the indie scene around where we live, Midget Wrestler Puppet is dead. I'm,
3: I'm familiar with Puppet.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, what a day. <laughs> I believe you know?
3: I believe Puppet was on the very first TNA pay per view. When they used to do the nine ninety nine a week pay per views,
0: I think you're right. Now. Yeah, Man, that's where, and
3: yeah, he pulled a gun and he masturbated in a trash can. Yeah, and they fired him like three weeks in. I,
4: I will say, well, that when you it, masturbate in a trash can and pull a gun,
3: yeah, much they, they, they're not going to promote you. That's,
0: <laughs> that's why I lost my last job. Yeah, that's why Kyle's unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That's,
1: that's why, why I do this podcast. Fire seriously. in the fire in the hole. <laughs> Why we I call I do that an army releases. special. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you know, it, it's sad to see that because especially like nowadays, like midget wrestlers and midget wrestling isn't looked at as fondly as it was back in like the 90s and even the 80s. But like they were definitely... You're stretching, buddy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like for any any fans who who go and watch like demolition derbies, they always have like the Powerpuff cars. Mm-hmm. It's that mm-hmm. it's that that thing to kind of help wash your palate. Like you can say what you want to say, but like Max Mini, like the kids fucking love that dude. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I love that
0: dude. I love that dude. You know,
1: like midget wrestling was like I. I love watching like Mini Vader, Mini Vader. Mini
0: Goldust, man. Mini yeah. Goldust got Mini, into that. Mini
4: Mad time. <laughs> my favorite what? thing about Mini- my favorite thing about the minis in '97 is the fact that Bret Hart said that, that Vader fucking hated Mini Vader. Like <laughs> all the other guys are like, ah, there's a little Mini Goldust or whatever, but a little. But Leon White was like, fuck that! Like he was a <laughs> good <laughs> Mini Vader man. Like not the guy. But just right. the fact that there the was like a the little thing. mini Vader, it pissed him off. Do you
3: guys remember <laughs> mini Macho Man in the red, white, and blue outfit? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, that oh, was, yeah. That was
3: they, Tiger Jackson. Yeah, but they put this, like, bad makeup on him, and he looked like a real. Oh, it wig. wasn't
4: even a bad makeup. Was it was like a,
3: a, a creepy leather mask.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: A yeah, leather-faced mask.
4: It looked, it, like really like somebody, it looked like somebody skinned the Macho Man <laughs> and Man. put his That's dead skin over a cantaloupe and was it's like, like "Here you go.
0: When did Rob Zombie
3: start working skin.
1: for
0: the WWE? What's
1: yeah. the lotion on his skin? Or else he gets
2: the- <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, again. My Whoa. favorite one though was Mini Undertaker because it looked nothing like the Undertaker, <laughs> and that was just me. he was well. So Mini small. Mini was-
0: Mini Gold Dust was like the world's tallest midget too. Yeah. Like he was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and let's not forget the fact that remember the time when Hornswoggle was doing all the different characters. Yeah, he came to the ring as the Mini Taker and. Fucking, He gets down on his knee and does the whole fucking tinker pose. Yeah, looks works over him like, the fuck is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, and reflection on midgets and such here on the We Can't Wrestle, God, I love this show. We are going to start our dream cards, and I think we've all decided Aaron gets to go first. Aaron got the year 1995. For those of you who did not hear the first dream cards, first of all, shame on you. Go back and listen to it. Yes. Yeah. Secondly... Secondly, the rules are as follows. You get a year, um, and you can use any active wrestlers from that year to build a 10-match card, um, whatever your vision for your card is. Just as an example with mine, I build my card as as a, a standard wrestling card you would go to. I have highs. I have lows. You'll actually hear... Um, You'll you'll notice when I go through there are guys that aren't on the card that you would think would be on the card, but yep. with the card I was trying to build, they just didn't work in there. Every yep. match can't be a main event, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, any promotion that was any any wrestler that was active in any promotion during that year can be on the card. Just building a card that you think would be a fantastic card to go experience yourself. So Aaron was given nineteen ninety-five. So, Max, Eight? why don't you start us off? Oh, Before, go ahead, Archie.
3: Yes, uh, I found out what I want my shirt to say in the in the Asylum, in the uh, We Can't Wrestle podcast store. Gotcha. What is it? Go experience yourself.
2: <laughs> I want you. I'm writing that down. You know, right no, now. You know <laughs> yeah. context,
3: real quick, in, as Eric Bischoff would say,
1: context is king on this, but uh, uh, Archie's saying, like, I know what I want my shirt to say in the Asylum. Like, I can yeah. imagine now, like, Archie in the insane asylum with a shirt that says. Yeah. The ma- that, I want to pick, remember
3: the Macho Man shirt where he was behind bars? I want yeah. that picture of me like this, and then on the top, go experience
2: yourself.
3: <laughs> Kyle just made my shirt. That's <laughs> the creative that. process they, right there uh, in front of you, they- folks. Nate, yes.
0: You
4: can make you can make Kyle's shirt, whatever you want it to be, because you can't read anyway. Oh my
1: god. You know, for someone who can't read, mine's the only shirt that has a front and back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but to Aaron's credit, his shirt is selling well. It's sold one so far. <laughs> to, Aaron, to Aaron.
2: He was wearing it. I bought, today. I bought my, my own goddamn,
3: goddamn shirt. Numbers. I told Nate,
4: I was like, I, I asked Nate, I was like, how much money am I getting out of this? And he was like, nothing. I was like, I feel like Jesse Ventura right now. I'm gonna start fucking suing and shit.
0: Aaron's next shirt is going to be, the, you know, We Can't Wrestle podcast. Aaron's new shirt. Aaron bought this shirt. Yes. <laughs>
4: For Aaron's only.
2: <laughs> then I well, got it,
4: and it smelled like vinegar. <laughs> <What the> fuck! <laughs> this shirt sure smelled like vinegar.
0: Uh, yeah. Spanier, Sorry, eh? I'm, I'm making them in my basement. Sorry,
1: but <laughs> it's yeah, smelling like beer. Anyways, like you're drunk. making
4: them in the you're making them in your basement. And it took me seven days to get it. you were a fucking block away.
0: So. <laughs> I'm well, using the, the cheapest shipping cheapest shipping possible.
1: Well, did <laughs> you see what happened with the mail? They fucking threw that shit out. <laughs> the
0: got my the shirt way. by donkey.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pancho Villa <laughs> <it> up and <laughs> here's your shirt, sir. Here's, here's your shirt. I here's I say. Your and you <laughs> 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 in Aaron,
2: nineteen
0: ninety five. Your dream All right. card.
4: All right. Um. And I'm 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 assuming this means it's gonna we're gonna do these and it's gonna like burn like. Conversations about the guys. That's uh, yeah. the... Guys. Yes. Well, okay. Well, okay. I, and and I do have... The, I, I For one, I wrote my card. And I picked who would win lose. I was the booker. And I did pick my opener, my main, and my semi-main. So, the other ones, you could put them wherever you wanted on the card. Um, but the opening match on my show... Is Too Cold Scorpio versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Nice. I'm opening this motherfucker up.
2: We're going to send
3: these two out and they're going to fucking rip it up, man. (laughs) I like it. Scorpio was really strong in ECW in 95. Mm -hmm. And Liger's always been strong. It doesn't matter what company he was
2: with.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you take Too Cold from probably... 93 to early 96 was when he was at his best. Yep. And and not not to ever say anything else was bad. You guys know I love the guy, but uh, that was probably his prime. And Liger was one of those guys that you can't even say he had a prime because he was always in his prime. Yep. You know, up until even those last... NXT years,
3: but the guy brought up a, brought out a great and Tyler Breeze is a decent talent, but he brought a great match out of Tyler Breeze on an off a takeover event.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, Jushin <laughs> G- 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 Liger is is kind of like Mil Moscrus, where like he is the stuff of legend. Yes, right. I agree.
0: Liger and Liger and Too Cold would light it up, and okay. G- Too Cold
1: and Too Cold and Scorpio. Like, I, it's sad that when he got to WWF, he was Flash Funk and. The problem was that when he finally switched to Cold Scorpio, it's like he had that stigma of being Flash Funk stuck on him.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. He was or still else, wearing think, the same outfit.
1: Yeah, I think he could <laughs> have
3: done, you know, amazing things. If they would have let him be himself, yeah. You know, you know his last his last year in ECW, when he won the TV and the World Tag Team titles and he cut that promo where he made Joey Styles announce him as two gold mm-hmm.
2: Scorpio.
3: And Joey Styles busts out laughing. <laughs> and then he challenges everybody in the in the locker room to come out and try to beat him to get him to stay in ECW because he's going to WWF. And if they can't beat him, they gotta stay out of the company for so long. I mean that was that was amazing. They should have just let him get to WWE and been the same guy. Which
0: can never yep. happen. It can never
3: yep. happen. No, if Vince didn't create it, it can't.
0: So too cold and too cold and Liger.
1: You no, know, Vince is too worried about fucking Mantar and Damian's. Yeah, Mantar. yeah. <laughs> Got to be our fuck creations, pal.
0: That match is going to be on Aaron's card, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm tuning out. So, <laughs> so
4: with Jushin Liger and Too Cold Scorpio opening the show, getting people up off their asses. Um, at the end of the match, uh, I would put Jushin Liger over, Mm -hmm. um, for one, just because, and two, I mean, I'm paying him to come from Japan, he's got to have a reason. (laughs) Um, airfare ain't cheap. Um, the next match on my card is another singles contest, and it will pit Razor Ramon, Versus oh. Lord Steven Regal, ooh, huh. Styles.
0: That would be an interesting matchup. I don't exactly. think those two, did, did those two even ever wrestle each other. Not that I you know, either. even when they were both in WCW, I don't think they maybe
3: ever. Maybe in a tag each match, each the Blue Bloods might have fought in the Outsiders, but maybe I don't in think a dark they, match. It, yeah. Maybe um, yeah.
0: Well, and not to mention at this time '95, Hall is in his prime, right? Doing doing That's the surreal. best work of his. Yeah, doing the best work of his career as Razor and uh, Regal, Regal. Regal's another one of those guys. Now, I will say, you know, See, Regal... That,
4: that, oh, sorry, I
0: don't want to interrupt No, it's okay. You, I was but, just going to say, Regal but, had that t- go of it in, like, 98, 99 when he was fat and out of shape. And, and well, I'm talking about 95, brother. That. I know, I know, but I was just going to say he was uh,
2: consistently he's good. He's still
4: better than anybody on the fucking shows now. <laughs> I'll take a bloated William Regal over fucking... I, I just watched
3: Sorry. recently. I just watched recently Regal versus Cesaro in NXT, and that was only two years ago. And guess what? Regal put up a damn good match.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: No? I'm looking something up here. <laughs> is that? Is
4: that? I him? heard. I heard Gary and Michael Capetta. Yep.
0: Kapetsky. Nope. Back it's
4: not Jesse him Ventura
0: again.
3: It's a different Steve Regal. Wow. Okay, I didn't even know there was another wrestler named Steven Regal. Yeah, Mister
4: Electricity, Steve Regal. He was in yep. the AWA. That's what it, looked, was. it was. It was. He looked all, like a. He looked like a pedophile. <laughs> he did. You're not, you're not even lying. <laughs> he wasn't, but he he looked <laughs> no, he like did. one.
2: We all thought it was beard, Steve Regal. Turned hair
4: out hair. it was Buck Zumoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but But um, the reason, and I, you guys like seem surprised by this that I that I put this match on my card. And the reason was, I was, I was looking at, like, 95, and, in the middle of the card, like, say you have, like, eight matches on a card, like, number four, if you look at the shows, the number four match or the, or whatever, it was, like, Razor and the WWF, yeah, there and he'd fight like Jeff uh, Jarrett or Bam Bam Bigelow or, or whoever. You know, right. the the person with them is interchangeable, and they they'd have the like the the good like twenty five minute match.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That it, it wasn't the reason for the the selling of the pay per view, but it it kept the fans you know interested. I agree. Right. Right. And, and and Rico was the same way in WCW. You know, like. Regal was that way like he'd he'd have you'd have this WCW pay-per-view and you'd have like three whatever matches and then you'd have three matches after it but then Regal was in there and he'd be in there with like Brian Pillman or mm-hmm. Larry Zabisco or Ricky Steamboat and, and and I'm not saying like these guys obviously these guys are great talents the Swift but do you know what I'm saying like yeah. this oh, is yeah. the wrestling match of the show and people can say what they want to say about Scott Hall. Like, the guy was a dick, you know, and he was this and he was so, that. But, but he was still, at a time, probably the second best from, like, 92 to, like, 96 when he left. He was probably the second or third best wrestler on the fucking roster.
0: I was about to say, you can say, you can say all day, Scott Hall played politics. Scott Hall had... Substance issues, Scott Hall could be a prick. Scott Hall, but you know what? At the end of the day, he delivered. If we're talking, if we're talking, right, if we're talking about a card, a wrestling card, there are very few guys like, you know, Kurt Henning, et cetera, et cetera, where that is a professional wrestler. Yep. And Scott Hall checks every single box as a professional wrestler. Yeah. And fact-
1: so does William Regal. And you yeah. can say, Oh, he was a dick, and he played politics, and he had uh, a substance issue. Name me a majority of wrestlers you didn't.
2: Right. <laughs> right.
3: Nowadays, Especially you main can, event guys. Especially, nowadays you, know, you can, but, you know. You know, I mean. No, What I, I, Aaron, what I will say about this, Matt, you picked the two staples of the, of the book companies. Regal was the world television champion during this time, always, or at least, you know, fighting for it. And yep. Ramon was the Intercontinental Title Champion for WWF, so mm-hmm. they were middle of the card, perfect guys to have, like you said, a wrestling match, not a comedy match. And
1: here's the yep. and here's the big thing, guys. You know, name me one person who's <laughs> ever fucking hurt with his fucking. Nope. Shit. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, that's the problem. It's like, look, I, it's not for me, and I get it. You know, but like,
3: they my place to judge. No, all if he wanted to do that shit, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the promoter's fault. You let him know that he could play politics. Yeah, well, but you know what I mean? everybody
1: plays politics.
3: Right, but if the I promoters want to you- shut up, Vince didn't let them play politics. Nash and Hall weren't the ones playing politics. It was HBK playing those politics for them. But right. WCW let them walk through the door and let them realize: wait a minute, they're paying us to be here, and all we gotta say is we're upset and we're leaving back to the WWF. They're going to give us more money and let us do what we want. Mm-hmm. So that's their fault. Hey, if you're going to give me an open door, I'm going to take it.
0: Absolutely.
3: You know. Yep. So who wins this match, Aaron? Uh, Razor. Gonna... Really? Yeah. Okay. Razor goes over. Okay.
4: Razor's edge on Scott uh, are on
3: Stephen Regal and one, two, three, and it's probably I'd give him like twenty, twenty-two minutes. Does he plant him lightly or heavy? Because he said he like he would plant the guys he liked lightly. I think everybody loves Steven Regal. Steve, Steve Regal, right, so it was a light bulb. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it,
1: it all depends. It depends on if the pills he gave fucking razor were <laughs> fucking goddamn uh, salt pills or if they were actual <laughs> Alright, so we good with that one?
3: Yep.
4: Alright, the next one is the only tag match on my card. It's a tag okay. team contest, and it is the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott versus Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit. Oh.
0: So this is uh this is the uh the potato match, huh? <laughs> oh yeah,
3: that's, I think this would be a fucking barn burner, wow. man. Now you were know, the Steiner still in WWF at this time? No, they no, were in ECW. In the-
0: yeah, they, they were, were in ECW. They were this in EC- oh,
3: this is their they're in between the leaving yeah. WWF going back to WCW.
0: Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I have they, were, been, they, wow. they were
3: splitting their time they were splitting their time between
4: uh ECW and Japan at this Yep. Time. Yep. I was and, I and, Go ahead. and I was just going with this as those guys being in ECW Japan at the time and um Dean and Chris coming into WCW. I, like you know, I, think, I, I think this would be a fantastic fucking match
1: oh yeah There's no I, way it would be bad. I have always been a big fan of Benoit and malenko tagging together yeah. like, for being horsemen I know that you know it wasn't until a couple years later or whatever but like for a 98 version of the the horseman the player Malenko Benoit and Arn. It's a pretty good fucking. Uh, they, were, with, they
3: were the right horsemen. They with, were the right with, material. And, and with, could you
4: imagine? Could you imagine? Okay, in nineteen ninety five, I know it's a tag match that I put together, but for maybe eight minutes or so, fucking Chris Benoit and Rick Steiner fighting uh, holds, <laughs>
3: just going at it for like yeah. eight
4: minutes. Oh my god!
3: Sign me up. That'd be fantastic. Rick gets the hot tag. In comes Scott. Takes out Dean. Takes out Chris. Yeah.
0: And what one thing I'll say about one of these teams is, um, it, and not necessarily not necessarily with Dean the build, but what I will say about Malenko and Benoit as a tag team is that is the closest. That is the closest you are ever going to get to. The equivalent of a 1983 to 1986 British Bulldogs tag team.
3: Yes, yes.
0: Um, because, I mean, the, the Bulldogs at that time were, without a doubt, the best tag team in the world. Um, you know, again, we talk about it. Demons caught up with them, and Davey got a little puffed up, and blah, blah, blah. I don't blah. give a shit about but, that. But, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, to compare, to compare that team... That's the closest you would ever get to the magnificence Definitely. that was early British bulldogs.
3: It's WCW's fault for not putting them together quicker when they when they got there at the same damn time. Mhm. You know what I mean? They waited until they became horsemen to even think about making them a tag team. Right. You know. I just I so think I'm, I'm, these four I'm guys in, together would oh be yeah. fantastic.
0: I'm interested in who goes over in this one.
4: Oh, the Steiner brothers. Wow. All right. Okay. I'd put the Steiner's over, and um, I'd probably have Scotty penn Dean with the the Frankensteiner.
3: Wow! All right, I like okay. it. I like it. You're good so far. Well, I know oh. I'm good so far.
1: <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll, I see, don't if
4: mean... there may... we'll you, see. You, if you guys, guys all, all there. were like, "Oh, ninety-five. Let's fuck them." I'm, I'm
1: gonna no.
3: I was. Send I was, it I was back to You guys, no, man. Hey, I'll be on, on. No, I could have.
1: <laughs> It wasn't my choice, but I could have gave. Or it was my choice, Nate. I didn't have your choice here, but I didn't give Nate a horrible fucking year. I gave him ninety seven. Right. His favorite fucking not right. about and fucking. I,
3: people. It was my choice. I could have <laughs> given an asshole. you asshole. I could have <laughs> given you two thousand. There's Kyle's
0: saying, There's Kyle's new t-shirt. It's not about fucking people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I could have given you 2,000. It always 2000. is about
1: fucking people. I'm just no, saying. Look, I, I could have
3: given you 2,000. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta
1: light candles. Thing. You gotta fuck, put on the music got to have <laughs> snacks by
3: the bed. Are you doing good right now?
1: <coughs> be That's only if you're not good at it. If you just
4: slam it down, you don't need candles and fucking food. All <laughs> oh, <guys, laughs> we're going green.
3: We're, we're going off the rails no, again. Hold on
1: a second. <laughs> again, as again. usual.
3: All right, my <laughs> <but> next <laughs> match. Hold on. You said that we gave you a bad year. Do you know why I gave you 1995? You know I had pocket Yes, I wanted to see how well you would book such a stacked year (laughs) in 95, yes.
1: That's why the ladies give me the chance, because they know I'll rock it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying, guys, I got fucking snacks by the bed. Call me. (laughs) 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 Whatever you want, dealer's choice. <laughs> Poison Man, Snickers, I got Lays Pringles. Lays chips. Right. <laughs> I, got, I got Starburst. I got Twizzlers.
0: I mean, if you don't like Pringles, I got Lace Stacks.
1: I whatever, Lays. whatever you're yeah. into, <laughs> you know, I am accommodating. Is all on, it, on, on, on
3: often Wednesdays, I have Doritos. Yeah, blue and red. I got cool blue, and blue, and and red. blue and red. Blue and red. It's like
0: a gender reveal. Yeah.
3: <laughs> all right, Aaron. Your fourth match on the card. Let's hear it. All right, this is the weird
4: one, and this is the like, I thought, like, when I said the Steiners and the Malenko-Benoit match, you guys were like, oh, really? This is the one that I thought might get a, a weirder reaction. Okay. Um, the next match on the card is Flying Brian Pillman
2: yeah.
4: versus Rowdy Roddy Piper.
2: Oh.
1: You know what? I can see it. Yeah. Now,
4: Okay. And this is the
1: this is the this is the
4: match that I thought about more, like like when I when I wrote my card, I was like, oh, this would be a good match. This would be a good match. This would be a good match. When I wrote this one down, I thought this would be a fantastic feud. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like in my oh, mind, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about like six months of Brian Pillman. The loose cannon Brian Pillman. Right,
3: he was already the loose cannon, right? And Rowdy Roddy Piper. This would be fan fucking tastic. You know what of just six hit me month me. of these guys. You know what just hit me, and this was also when Pillman was telling Legends that they were washed up has beens to get out of so the board. So for him to be telling Roddy Piper this, and then Piper just goes off on a shoot. You know that would be awesome. Wow, I like that. I like yeah, a You look
1: like you have a thought nation. So far, I'm, I'm laying down no, in I w- 1999.
0: What, what I w- my only thought was I was I was running through in my head, and I was right, that by this time, because you, you were talking about promos, we were talking about leading up to it. Yeah. By this time, Pillman had the cane...
3: Right. And all that. He was smacking him across the face. Telling yeah, he him was, shut up. You yeah, know. He,
0: he was rocking the cane and the vest. And I just I was thinking about, you know, OK, because here's Roddy Piper. Uh, you never know which Roddy you're going to get. <laughs> Is it Wednesday afternoon or evening? Because you Roddy, never you know, know which
4: Roddy Piper you're going to get. get either.
0: Right, that, that's what I'm saying. You never know which Roddy, you never know and which And see, Even
4: me as a promoter, I'd been like, you know what, guys? I don't just know what going to happen. Don't get
0: me knocked this is be fantastic. All you have to do is not get me knocked off the air. Right. Other than that, Man, this everything would be fantastic. <laughs> as,
1: as Paul Heyman was talking to Vince when he shot that promo on Vince for ECW and the whole alliance, and he said, you don't even know what I want to say. And, Paul, and Vince said, nope. Go out there and make me money. Just give mm-hmm. me money. Yep. Same thing with these guys. Just draw me fucking money.
0: So how does the yep. fin A of this thing go down?
1: Oh, neither guy wins. Or okay. Good.
0: This good thing
4: just it's... gets thrown out. Right like, right. like, they end up brawling all over the fucking place, and there's no decisive winner at all. How long do they go? Is it, like, an instant brawl, and they stop <sighs> all- they, they go, like,
0: 10, 12 minutes. I'm okay, thinking, the, I, 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 I have... and I'm, this is not knocking either performer, but if we're talking about 95... I'm thinking this match would have a lot of stalling. Like there'd be a lot of the, you know, well, the p- well, Pillman begging yeah, off and walking yeah. outside the yeah. ring and pointing the cane. And this
4: is this is the only non-finish on my card. Nobody nobody wins, nobody loses.
0: And I it's have just-
4: I
1: have this vision that the the, the finish would involve something along the lines of like referees coming out and fucking Piper and fucking uh, Pillman like taking turns like. Trying to one up the, the crowd by taking yeah. out the
3: fucking reps. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe Anderson so no... Anderson jumps the jumps in the ring and tries to calm down Pillman. And maybe flares with Piper trying to calm him down. Because yeah, there's, so
4: you know. So there's no winner in this match. And then okay. you, could even, you, you could even try to do a deal where like um whoever the interviewer would be tries to interview one of them and the other one. Attacks it. You like, like, say, Gene is trying to interview Piper, and then Pillman attacks Piper, and there's another brawl, and everybody separates them, and you can advance it later on. Yeah, uh, okay. And that leads into the semi-main event of my show, and the semi-main event of my show is the Undertaker versus Raven.
0: Okay. Wow. Wow. All right. Hold on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Did you put that on your show? Yes. It is Holy on my show.
1: Shit, You're kidding
3: wow. Well,
4: two years later, they're going to have a fucking
3: rematch. The difference of it is, though, is you've got in 95, you've got Undertaker versus ECW Raven. In 97, you've got Ministry of Darkness Taker Versus
0: WCW Raven. No, and I'm going to I'm going to let Aaron elaborate, but I want to say, and because that this way, I mean, really, I mean, honestly, we, when we get to my, it on my card, we can skip over it. I can just elaborate now. You guys know, under Raven's one of my favorites ever. Yep, and Taker's Taker, and I will say this: the reason that I looked at 1997 and put these two guys uh-huh. in the ring on my show is because these are two of the top five gimmicks in wrestling history. Yes. yes. And that's why Aaron I'll let you continue because this is your card But I just you know just that's that's my Reasoning for these two being in the In the ring and I again leading up To it you could do some cool shit with Raven oh, yeah. and Baker
4: Yeah like I would almost If I'm like booking an angle or Whatever I would almost I don't want say it like Have Raven infatuated With the Undertaker
2: Hmm.
4: And and just like, you. Know, I know, like Raven being like, I know what I am. This guy, this guy. I want everything to do with I this know guy, and you then. Who you are. Just, yeah, and then <coughs> just Undertaker just casting him aside, or what? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And and then Raven feeling. Um. Jaded by the fact that the Undertaker doesn't want anything to do with him, and 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 Raven being like, "I want to be your minion. I want to do everything for everything for you." And Taker casting him aside, and, and being offended by it, and now and now for like six or seven months, you could have Raven just sending people at the Undertaker, like. Brian Lee and, and and the Blue Meanie and, and Stevie That's Richards right. and 9 1 and, and just all these people just sending him at The Undertaker and then it turns out and, and it ends up being.
3: Now, so, Aaron, what, yeah. I love about, what I love about it, if you, you remember when BDP and Raven feuded in WCW? Yeah, it's the only good thing DDP ever did. Well, <laughs> if you remember, Raven kept, didn't involve Randy about, Savage. Raven kept talking about Jake over and over again. I think that could be used here with the Undertaker too, in a way, because Raven has ties to Jake, and so does the Undertaker. So you could even be like have Raven come out and go to the Undertaker. Jake told me about you, and mm-hmm. told me what I what we could be together. And then you know, not in a gay way, but obviously, <laughs> like Aaron said, he becomes infatuated with the Undertaker. I just, oh, not,
0: sorry, Archie. Now I just picture going Undertaker going,
3: but not in a gay, way. but not in a gay way. <laughs> I, li- I like it. I like the way that where that feud could go. And then Undertaker
4: stops him and fucking pins him one two three. Yeah. Because obviously Raven's not going over the Undertaker. And that's your semi main event?
1: I would have it where, like, no matter what happens, like, the Raven is Raven obsessed with Undertaker. Like,
3: I need to yeah. be
1: with you. I need to be... And prepared. if I
3: can't, I'll destroy you. If I can't, I'll yeah. destroy you and take your place. And Paul Bearer eats a fucking... Uh,
4: even Flo DDT. Oh of course <laughs> of course just fucking eats it like he ate everything else in his life he's game,
2: he's game.
1: <laughs> vigorous you know, <laughs> you know what's fucked up <laughs> like have you guys ever watched have you guys ever watched the the fucking uh I think it was when Cornette was in Ring of Honor and they did that fucking three hour shoot with uh fucking Fallbearer.
2: Yep. Yep and
1: he's talking about how he's like Never fucking fail anytime anybody put a piece of fucking chocolate cake in front of me. Here comes Monkey Vince McMahon.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and you know, Vince is like, you gonna eat that, Paul? what that? You, know, like, you, you got hungry? All right, I gotta pee. All right, Aaron, Aaron is going to pee, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> and let me write that down. Yeah, Mark it. Uh, do, you guys
1: care, do you guys care if I go next?
3: No, not at all. No, I, I don't, don't care. care. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited for this, man. Like his this is- card is making me more excited for mine, and to hear all yours <laughs> because he has a really good card. Actually, mine's <laughs> mine's gonna outshine his. I think.
1: Well then, I'll p too.
3: Okay, Kyle, that could be your next shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna outsell him. No, mine's better than yours, and have to be <laughs> well, out there, it Aaron's. is. It is. <laughs> it is. Oh, Archie! What a fucking week it's been, my friend. Oh, uh, wrestling. There's more stories outside of the ring than there are in the ring because I thought Raw was okay, NXT was fantastic, and AEW was okay. You know what I mean? Uh, so
1: can I can I say like fucking congratulations to Finn Balor for being yes. the
3: fucking NXT champion again? Oh, and that was a crazy match. Thirty minutes of a back and forth match. You know.
1: It, and you know what? Like, I don't know if you saw the behind the scenes where yep.
3: fucking
1: Cole and fucking Balor. Respect. That was, I love like,
3: seeing that. I love seeing that.
1: What are we getting
3: with that? Is that something? Is that? Well, it's a very big possibility that Cole and the Undisputed Era are not going to be together anymore. You never right. know. Uh, you know. Yeah, like, oh, man. The thing um, that blows my mind, though. Or Nate. You've go. got. He had to go pee as well. You Max and pee at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> You've got Bullet Club in NXT, mm-hmm. Bullet Club on Raw, or SmackDown with AJ Styles. They're on Impact, too. AEW is Bullet Club. Impact has the Good Brothers on them, so that's Bullet Club. And then New Japan, where they started. Oh, right. and Marty Scurll is in Ring of Honor. So Bullet Club is in every company.
1: But I only consider New Japan to be Bullet Club because... Well, like, no, I know. I know, but I, I'm I know, about members I that saying. have
3: come and gone, you know what I mean?
1: But if, if it's me... Right now, as it stands, if I'm AEW, oh yeah, I don't know if I wouldn't try to extend an arm out to New Japan
3: they once, have. This whole, once this whole COVID thing ends out. They have. When they gave them Jericho and Moxley for the <coughs> Wrestle Kingdom last year, they told them, I think we could make a partnership and what we'd like to have is have Tanahashi come over oh. and challenge for the uh, AEW world title and New Japan literally gave them the middle finger after Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Well, and, and I understand that, but here's the problem though. And I think that they gave him the middle finger because of the fact that New Japan was trying to put their mark
3: in America. But the problem was well, that, that but what what the he really didn't give the middle finger. His exact words is words were, "You gaijin don't know how to book our talent." Which he's not wrong.
1: No, he's not. But see that's you know. where and that's where you would need to have somebody representative right. come over and help. And well, help I think Donald I Khan. think
3: the good part about AEW is Omega and the Bucks were in Japan. They know how to book that talent. You know what I mean. So there's really no issue there. But I think the you know Okada came over. They shit all over him in Impact. So did uh, uh, you know the guy in Sonata in Lij? Uh, uh, look at what they did to. Uh, Nakamura and WWE. You know, just a bad taste in their mouth right. for giving United States Company their talent and then weakening them.
1: And that's where so. if I was at
3: AEW, I'd be like, we're not WWE. Like,
1: we're not right. shit on.
3: I got to put it since Nate's gone. But yeah, yeah. If I was No, just, I would too. I would too. All right, so you're five matches in. What? Give me a sneak peek of your sixth match before they come back. What? Give me, let me know what your sixth match is before they get back. Really? Gonna be, All, right. Uh, All right. I'll wait. I'll wait. You're right. Okay. Don't want to spoil the surprise. That's <laughs> yeah. some
4: goddamn good matches, dude. Dude, that film I, 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 I can tell you who my commentating team would be. I was going to wait. I was going to wait. And, you could, that we could wait. End. It's
3: up to you, though. To no, time.
4: my commentating team would be um, Bobby, Definitely. Jim Ross, and Joey Styles together.
3: I love it. I love it. Commentating team. I expect Styles to like walk off after like the sixth match, though. Be like, you guys are freaking me out, and just walk away. <laughs> Kyle isn't back yet. Nope, nope, there he is. Ow, back. Oh, don't dare you. You got to I'm back.
4: <laughs> he had to shit in the
3: yard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> I've done been. it. Mom, Kyle shit in the yard again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not my proudest moments, but you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the mom that's being yelled for is the next door neighbor. It's not even his house. Kyle's
2: no, just, no, just doing
4: it, and he's looking back like this. <laughs> you know, it was a couple weeks like, ago, like all of you guys have dogs, right? <laughs> Nate doesn't have a dog. Nate doesn't have. You
3: had a dog though. Judah was yeah. the shit, Nate. <laughs> Judah was now the has, man. Now he has cats that want to be on the podcast with us. <laughs> you guys all have dogs,
4: right? You let your dog out, and they go. you are like, "Oh shit!" And then they go out there, and then they're just like,
2: yeah. <laughs> they're like yeah. hey, man, are, "Are you, you watching?
1: Shit. Are you watching right now?" This <laughs> up. <laughs> 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 but no, uh, a couple weekends ago, like I went to a buddy's house, and he had a hot tub, and I forgot that if you drink you alcohol, you hot tub? <laughs> no, 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 so, you shit
2: in hot tub.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I alarm you shitting hot tubs. Uh I forgot that if you mix alcohol with a hot tub it fucking intensifies
2: it. Yep. So you could
1: have a heart attack if you do that. Well so so what's fucked up is like my buddy and his girlfriend they invited their friend over and I was like, We're kinda of hitting it off. And then I ended up puking in the bath in the yard and like falling asleep in the yard. And they're like coming out like, hi, why don't you come inside? I was like, Nope,
3: I'm good right here. So I blew and that I- chance. Next morning, the girl's like, thank you for inviting me over, but your friend shit in the hot tub. <laughs> and he puked in the yard. In the it yard. was just terrible. I'm the puk- the puke didn't bother me, but when he shit in the hot tub, I was a little upset, so I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like be-
0: it was like being at the Kennedy compound. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then the fucking shit liquefied because of the
3: heat. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> ruined it for everybody. <laughs>
1: This was a horrible time. Good they job, were, Kyle. They ended up Good throwing job. the whole hot top, tub top, top away. They didn't even want to try to clean it. They just threw it <laughs> it's away. O- it, it's okay. It was one of those fucking god awful. Once you get peanuts in the, the filter, you can't do anything about that. <laughs> it, was those, it was one of those fucking Coleman inflatable ones mm. that Nate used to sell. the Fucking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't fucking last long. Anyways. Yeah.
0: Here, here's your hot, well, here's your do- one here's your one time use hot tub. <laughs> I'm glad you
1: know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: How many of those motherfuckers did you
0: sell? We sold a lot of them to these hillbillies.
3: Well, I bet you did. <laughs> so he I can't right. get in the lead, but you can get, but they can get hot tubs. I understand. You guys ready for my next match? <laughs> yeah, let me write this.
0: Let me write oh, this time. Oh, I
3: dropped now. the cigarette. Hang on.
4: Whoa. Oh. He just shit on the patio. That wasn't... A- <laughs> it sounded horrible. Did you eat razor blades
1: or trail mix?
0: That sounded hot.
1: It sounded like some trail mix shit.
3: No, but I got, I got Taco Bell later. So. Oh, my. Oh, no.
2: But wait, there's only like
3: three things on the menu now, so it's like, you know.
1: Right,
2: like,
3: I want to make you guys they laugh fucking, real quick.
1: They're like, oh, we don't have all these things. I'm like,
2: motherfucker, my,
3: you've had the same thing since 1993. Don't tell me. My wife asked me yesterday. She's like, I don't feel like cooking. Can we have Taco Bell? I'm like, yeah, but there's a problem with that. She's like, what? I'm like, well, the menu consists of one taco, a napkin that somebody wiped some sauce on, <laughs> <and> some beans <laughs> from a burrito that fell out. There's really not much left on the menu. She's like, God damn it." <laughs> all right, all right, Aaron. So what is,
0: Aaron? What is next on your card? Next on my card
4: is and and, and when I when I said the the Steiner's um, Benoit Melenko match, and thought I get a weird response, maybe it might be this match instead. The next match on my card is the man they call Sting versus
0: Jerry the King Lawler. It's an interesting matchup. Why? (laughs) Why? I think Lawler
4: and Sting would have a good match, and I think it would be a good feud. I, I guess. I mean, sell it to me. Make me believe it. right. Yeah. Now, like, I know. think, like, Sting coming out there being the, the animated painted face guy, and, ah, you know, and, and, like, obviously, Sting is the face, Baller's the heel. And I think that, um, for one, for one, it, this could be the, um, realistic, like, shoot. Tight feud, like Sting came into Memphis and Lawler was like, "I don't see anything in you. You're not gonna be anything. Fuck you. Get out of my company. Get out of my territory." And, and this no, would be like the Mark. Feud I mean, mm-hmm. what,
1: what? What? Is what, the way what, I looked at it? What's What's the What's the build that Sting's mad that Jerry Lawler touches little stingers? I mean. Lawler likes women.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, the little stingers.
4: Oh, I thought you meant like his stinger, like his penis. No, I didn't mean that. I meant the, the drill. Or, never mind. And I think, like, it would almost be.
1: The fuck the, the part is he calls them the little stingers.
4: Yeah. Like, it would be the. Like, okay, look at how good Lawler and Brett did together.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, but that's... And, and, and And I think that this match. Like I said, this match, to me, would be one of, I have two matches on my card that are that are for marks, or for fucking, I shouldn't say marks, like, smart people to the business. This is one it's of the matches, bro. Thing. Yeah, we're, but we're but like with Brett,
1: though But, with Brett, though, like, Jerry would bring in, like, Brett's family and stuff, and,
2: like, well, so it, it makes sense. sense.
4: Like, well, I know, this match makes sense, though. Because Sting came into Memphis as a rookie and was trying to get over and ended up getting over somewhere else and then Lawler was the guy that was in ch- I just I might be talking in circles on this but I think Sting versus Jerry Lawler would be a good match. I think there would be a lot of stalling involved in it. But I think on this card this is a really, really good Memphis style match that you could put in that you could put on this card, and I think it would be good. I guess I mean, Sting, Sting and Jerry Lawler would
1: be a good match. I guess if I guess if if, if it, it, it came down to the fact that like Jerry Lawler was like you know Sting you came into Memphis as a fucking down and out bodybuilder like, tried to be like, a pro, yeah that's what pro I'm saying this, this match this
4: match the feud starts on like a Kings Court. And, and it and it's not going to be like, it's not going to be anything special, you know. It doesn't mm-hmm. start as anything special. Like, oh, today on Superstars, Jerry Lawler on the King's Court is going to have Sting, and Sting's going to come out. And and these guys don't even have a beef with each other at the start, but then it turns into something. Like like you know, Lawler yeah. makes a snide comment like, no, you know oh here Lawrence on the car, here on the King's Court tonight we have Sting, and then Sting comes You're, out and he's like, oh man, I. Look at you now! I never thought you'd amount to anything. You know, you know what I mean. Like gives him like a a backhanded compliment. I'm mm-hmm. I Sting Jerry, fucking smacks the shit out of Lawler, and then it, it stems envision, from that.
1: I envision Jerry saying something like, "Oh Sting, why do you paint your face? Is because you're ashamed? You don't want your family to know? You don't want you know? Right? Yeah. You're trying to hide your face so that way people know? You know?
4: I think this would be a good match. It might be the you're biggest on dot on my card. You know what? Every I, card I, has to have a dud, I guess. You got me. me and it's Sting and Lawler. I, I,
0: I, Who goes I, 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 over? Huh? Who goes over?
4: Sting.
2: Lawler. <laughs> Sting <laughs>
4: wins. Sting beats him with
3: the fucking Scorpion Deathlock. And which which reign of the USWA title is Lawler in during this movie?
2: <laughs> 695.
3: <One of> <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs>
4: Next What's match next? I know that was a dud, but to me it would be cool.
3: Are we froze. We froze for a second there. Or I did anyway.
0: Aaron. Can
3: you guys hear me now?
4: Yes. Yeah? Yep. Next match is Owen Hart versus Eddie Guerrero.
0: Wow. That would tear it down. That, Kyle is frozen, by We the way. just
4: gave you a shit match, apparently. And now, oh, sorry. Here's Owen Hart versus Eddie Guerrero.
3: See, now this thing versus Lawler match makes sense, though. Because even if it is a dud, you want to bring the crowd down a little. Mm-hmm. So that Eddie Guerrero and, and Owen Hart can jump them up and, and bring yeah. down the house again. So, I, I like it.
0: And uh, who goes over here? Owen. Okay, I like it. He's the heel. I like
3: it.
4: Yeah, we just we just put a big baby face over, and now we gotta we gotta change it got, up a little a bit. And let ring. Ring. right. Mm-hmm. I like and and I this like match that. this match has like this would be the match on my card that has like no real feud per se. Right. Just like hey. Tonight on this show, you're going to see Eddie, and you're going
0: to see Owen, and they're going to have a match. What happened to Kyle?
3: Probably internet so issues.
0: They would they would have, yeah, that would just be your, not really any history or anything match. Just be, match. No history, then,
3: but I think there could be build here, uh, Aaron. I mean, like maybe during an Owen Hart match, you have Eddie come out dressed as the blue blazer mm-hmm. as a shot at Owen. And then, Owen, to get back at Eddie, he comes out dressed like the uh, Black Tiger. Because they both wore a mask in their time. Yeah. Right. But, you know?
4: See, when I put this on there, I thought, for one, this would be a fantastic match. I mean, there's, no, back, way, there's, there's no way that Owen Hart and Eddie Guerrero aren't going to have a good match. Oh, no. Right. But, no, not at all. But the, the main thing I thought of was, even if you had to put some kind of angle on it, you could put, like... Family versus family.
3: Oh, yeah. Leg- you know? The legacy. That's yeah. what like, I was it's like a Guerrero. kind of a legacy match. Yeah. Yeah, For without
4: sure. a doubt.
3: You know, cutting a promo. The Guerrero is the most disrespected name in the wrestling world. Q Owen. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know,
4: and, it I, works. and like I said, I put Owen over. I have and a problem, I have. That's how that match would go. Your eighth match? Match. Very nice. My eighth match in 1995. Remember, we're talking about 1995, guys. Would be the Nature Boy, Rick Flair, versus Shane Douglas. Uh Perfect.
0: Perfect. I mean, if you're going to strike while the iron's hot. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> this is the time and to this do it. Be,
3: you're you're, you're and, and into Douglas going off on Flair every week on ECW.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right, and this would
4: be, this would be my um, no DQ, no whatever grudge match on my card, Ric Flair versus Shane Douglas.
0: And you have to put Flair over.
3: Oh, yeah, Flair wins. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to put either over. You could let, like, the same way. I know you said you only have one non-finish, but they could brawl through
4: the arena. Oh, Flair gets to figure four on him and fucking yeah, Shane Fapps.
3: Yeah. Like what bit. I love what I love about this match, I love the placement of it. There were months of Douglas being on ECW saying, I'm inviting the Nature Boy to the ECW arena. And you do that for two months straight, and maybe like the week before <laughs> Flair comes out, Douglas teases it and plays 2001 A Space Odyssey and then goes, ha-ha, he's not here. Um, And then the I'm- following week, here comes Flair. I'm going
1: to disagree with. I'm going to disagree with Rick Flair
4: going well Well, no, this is what I'm going to say with Arch. Like, if I'm booking this thing and this is like a super card, and all these guys right, are in right. different places or whatever, Flair right. never steps a foot okay, in I mean, the ECW arena. Okay, never steps a foot in it because that guy would be like, "Why? No, you're right. Why you're right. would I step foot?" In a disgusting, moth-ridden, roach-filled, fucking shithole
3: hole like the ECW <laughs> arena, you know, well, like would, that's exactly what he would say. You you, you cut his promo to the team. You're
1: right. Unless, <laughs> like, if I, I take I my, my limo
4: there, I'm not gonna have tires when I leave. <laughs> like, why would, <laughs> I would I go do. there?
1: What you ever tried?
0: You ever tried to park a? You ever tried to park a limo in downtown Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I would do is I would have I would have Shane Douglas there and I'd have Paul Heyman there with him. And I'd have it some way where Paul Heyman costs Flair the match. And then have fucking Shane Douglas come out there every week on ECW be like, I beat fucking the 14-time world champion Ric Flair. And then you have Ric Flair show up to the fucking ECW arena and be right. like, you know what, pal? Rick Flair been, would never
2: step
4: foot in the ECW arena is what I'm he, saying.
1: He, he and
4: and and and, and 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 if I'm booking ECW, okay? If I'm booking ECW and I have Shane Douglas and he's my biggest heel, all right? Honestly, I wouldn't want him to beat Rick Flair because once your biggest heel does the thing right. that he's always wanted to do, Guess what? He's not your biggest heel anymore. Right. Yes, he is. Rick, because... No, no, he isn't. Because your heel, your heel needs to fail, but still go out
1: there and say, "Look what I did." And I get what you're saying, but hang on. Let me let me elaborate on this. There's more money in the fact of, of Shane Douglas beating Rick Flair coming no, back to ECW Can saying. You- I beat the fourteen-time champion. There's can nobody I, in this fucking company who can even touch me.
0: Can I add to? Can I add to Aaron's finish and maybe placate everybody?
3: Yes. Go for it.
0: No. All right. Go ahead. Douglas <laughs> loses. Douglas taps to the figure four. Okay. Flair gets his clean win. He's beat this disease. And then afterwards, you do. What Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho did at WrestleMania 19. Douglas feigns the handshake. And then kicks him low. And then kicks him in the nuts. There, now Flair has beat him, but Douglas has got his heat back. It, right. Is that acceptable? Just- <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah.
4: Or, and you could even have Shane tap for the figure four, and then oh, when he gets to ECW, he'll be like, "I didn't tap. I was reaching for the
1: ropes. I was reaching for the... Ro-, you know, something oh, like I'm, that." Oh, there's no way that Shane Douglas looking, wins
4: this fucking match. There's no say, way.
1: If you look at every, if you look at both companies, if Shane Douglas wins, and I'm just hang on, but if Shane Douglas wins and Flair comes to the ECW arena, there's no way that they don't have to put that in a bigger fucking building. Because there's nobody in this world that the ECW fans are going to kill bright. more than Rick fucking Flair. Mm-hmm. Even if Flair beats one of their own, it's, it's fucking Rick Flair.
0: Well, and the ECW, right. fans, the ECW fans were funny because they, you know, <laughs> we hate Lawler or whatever, but the minute I, Lawler showed up, they popped. Oh, yeah, because
2: <laughs> yeah, they got to uh,
3: fucking Lawler. The only, I guess the only respectable way I guess Flair could lose, and hear me out here, Aaron. You built Piper versus uh, Pillman, and I said, you have Flair come out and push Piper away and be like, hey, man, you got to stop. Now you get to the later part of the card. Pillman comes out, because he was on his way to ECW after WCW anyway in 96. Pillman comes out and maybe costs Flair the match. And then that leads to ben. more of a build, you know, but... I like, the, I like what, the way you built it, though, because it's still building to Flair versus Jay, no matter who wins. Yeah. You know.
0: And now we get Aaron's main event.
3: No, I have one more match. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I thought you were, were on I thought that was nine. Oh. My bad. My bad. I have one more match, and then my main event. The
4: <laughs> uh, last match before my main event is... The Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels versus the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh God! I, I have th- that.
3: I have that on my card too, but much lower.
1: How how you card. not book that? That is the match that should have happened and never did. Yep,
3: yep. I have it on my card too. Mm-hmm. Good, I like it. And.
4: This was something I thought about with it. And it might be... Um, it might be stupid. I don't know. Go ahead. But it is. You know who I... <laughs> you know who I threw in the middle of it? Like, this person would be... Like, the most conflicted person. This whole... Thing. Sherry? Yep. Sherry? yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah? Wow, I love right in the middle of it. And, and I... I I almost had it where Sherry Martell is trying to go back and look at all the people she managed and all these people that she has history with and is wanting to, like, put, like, a tag team together or something. And she's like, oh, man, the Macho Man and Shawn Michaels would be a fantastic tag team. But they end up just not gelling whatsoever after she put them together, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, like... Savage, like, hits the elbow, but Sean tags himself in. Like Like, Randy and, right. and, and and Sean would try to team, but, like, Randy would hit the elbow, and Sean would tag himself in and steal the pin, and Randy would be pissed about him and smack him. Like, like maybe even have Sean and Randy team together for, like, two months and do decent, but right. have... Like you know, dissension during that time, and it just ends up building oh, to like this. That, and now, Sherry's in the middle. I Who's like she it. gonna side with?
1: I like it. You're doing who that does- WrestleMania uh, five kind of thing
3: with mm-hmm. like,
1: oh, whose yeah. side is she gonna?
3: So, whose side does she join?
4: She joins <laughs> Sean, and 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 Sean goes over because. I have in my mind, I don't know if it would be something that would be physically possible, but if they could do it, I would want this to be the finish of the match. And the finish of the match would be Savage slams Shawn Michaels, okay, goes up for the elbow, does his much man deal, and he's going to jump off with the elbow, and Shawn pops up and kicks him right in the fucking chin Oh, we're going Ends with an one, early two, three. Super
3: kick. Wow, I like that. They could do it. Yeah, definitely. I like it.
4: Savage goes for the elbow, has him beat, but Sean pops up, super kick, in the chin one two three. These with Sherry, and you can go on. You can go on for a year
3: with that, that shit. That makes Sean an instant star by that time because at ninety five, Sean was still coming into his own. Yep. So, yeah. And like what the fuck
4: is Randy? Like, what does Randy hurt if he gets? He gets pinned. No.
3: He was getting Randy, beat on WCW Randy. every week
1: anyway. Randy would have been the guy that'd been like, You're gonna fucking
3: beat me, bro. Yeah. yeah. And I and You have to go over. <laughs> All I right,
1: like Garrett. I wanna hear your main event, my friend.
4: Yep. My main event, my big show is the immortal Hulk Hogan versus Brett the Hitman Heart. Ooh. Provided this we can get be, them
1: in the ring.
4: Right, and this was before all the bullshit. Like once they finally got in the ring in WCW, who gave a fuck? And it was convoluted and stupid. Yeah, this is them
3: fresh, and I think I think it would be great. Face Bret Hart versus face Hulk Hogan, red and yellow versus pink and black.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: and um, over.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, really, the build of the match—you just have kind of barbs back and forth. Because at this it's time with these match. two guys, yeah, it's—it's it's, you don't necessarily have to even build a story, you no. know, other yeah.
3: than. And, and it doesn't even. Just, Brett could <clears throat> come out and be like, "You took my title at WrestleMania Nine. Would never even would not even being able to be in the main event." You know, like, I you gave able,
1: you, you I could, gave you that opportunity with the, with the intentions that you were going to give me an
3: opportunity, me a, right? And then you mm-hmm. wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't put me over.
1: I wouldn't even go put me over. I'd be like, you didn't even want to step in the ring with me. Right. You think, you yeah, think it, that it was at like your
2: level.
4: It right? doesn't need. this isn't like a, stanky huge, like a stanky heat feud or anything like that. No. It's just Brett saying, Hogan, you know that I'm better than you. And you didn't want anything to do with me. And Hogan being like, you know what, Brett? you only you only became what you became after i left right you know what i mean like it's just it would be two guys saying that if i was since i wasn't around like hogan basically saying since i wasn't around you became the star you were a paper brett champion saying, and brett saying you took my opportunity you never gave me a chance back because you knew i could beat you Right. Does that make Brett. sense?
3: Yeah.
0: Now, who, who goes over in this? Who goes match? over? Brett.
3: Yes. Awesome. And but I would, I would, and actually, I would actually, I would actually,
4: I would actually have Brett Hart get the sharpshooter on Hulk Hogan and have him submit because <coughs> how many times in nights in nights in ninety, like from eighty three to ninety five. Hogan had been pinned. He never
3: tapped. The only time he I never I he, saw, he never submitted. Hogan only tapped to Brock Lesnar on SmackDown, yeah. and that, even then that happened in like two
4: thousand whatever. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like from eighty three to ninety five, nobody ever made Hulk Hogan no. give up. So now, if you want to go again with it, you can have Bret Hart be like, "I made Hulk Hogan give up."
1: Right. Now, do you have Hogan shake his hand after the match?
2: No.
3: No. Because that gives Hogan him leaves. satisfaction. Right. Hogan leaves. That could even be the birth of NWO Hogan. Brett threw <laughs> him over That's the edge. You know? Well, there
0: you have it, Aaron's supercar from nineteen ninety five.
3: Aaron, I would give your show an eight out of ten. I, I enjoyed give your it. Eight. I and give eight. your I give your show a nine. The the dud the dud kind of threw me off with Lawler and Sting. I think Sting could have been used better somewhere else. But... I give your show a nine out of hundred. There you go.
1: <laughs> nine out of <laughs> ten, brother. That was good. I liked it. I definitely, I'm definitely flopping down. Oh, my I enjoyed money today. it. Oh yeah, I'm buying it all day long.
2: Well,
0: that being said, good card, and we are going to take our first good. break.
1: Pay, I, you'd buy it, Archie?
4: Yeah. Good because my pay per view is ninety nine dollars. Jesus,
3: do I get a shirt with that or no?
0: No, you get one of those. You get one of those fucking dog tags that they try to <laughs> no, pass, pass off buck, as something cool in
3: the nineties. Well it's it's it. a, it's a picture of Aaron on the dog tag like this.
2: <laughs> Thumbs <laughs> up. <laughs>
0: We will take our first break of the show and when we return we will have Kyle's card from 2003. We will be back on the latest the latest Dream Card edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. We'll be right back after this. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the latest edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. We are doing our dream cards, and Kyle Army of,
4: is in memory of Puppet.
0: And yes, in memory of Puppet, the midget, and Kyle Army is up next, and he got the year two thousand and three.
1: Hold on, there, Nate. On. We got to do our shameless plugs.
0: Oh, shameless
1: plugs!
2: It is the yes.
1: First, it's the first uh, break of the show.
0: Yeah. Shameless plug number one. This weekend, as you are listening to this show, there is another show launching. The latest edition, or the latest um, addition, to the uh, the family of podcasts here, along with the Asylum Wrestling Podcast, the Motley Soup Podcast, the Criminal Wind Podcast, the We Can't Wrestle Podcast, and now we welcome the Twenty Three Hundred Pod to the family. As Ooh. we will relive ecw. The first episode will be out this weekend. Check it out. It'll be available um on Podbean and any other source as, as as this show is. You you will be able obviously to find it in the We Can't Wrestle Podcast group and the page and the asylum and world championship customs. But it is going to be a fantastic show. And, yeah, nice preview. Nice preview. Chad Austin
3: Customs are done. Awesome. And not
0: only do you get to
3: relive
1: ECW, one of my favorite companies, my favorite times, but you get to relive with the guy who was there. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. Chad Austin. Yes. And we start from the very beginning. This episode is the episode from April 6, 1993. Lots of great conversation with Chad, and we talk about some of the weird unusual characters that were there at the beginning Stevie of ECW. Wonderful. Stevie Wonderful, the Cosmic Commander. Lots Nobody of good any shit. Nobody
2: has fucking idea who Stevie yeah, no,
0: Not a one of us on the entire show knows, <laughs> even Chad, knows anything about what the my, history or the like name of Stevie Wonderful.
4: Chad, Who was Stevie Wonderful? And before I even brought it up, Chad was like, who the fuck is Stevie Wonderful? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So there you go. It's going to be a fantastic journey, and uh, theoretically, the podcast could last what seven, eight years because we are going week to week through the history of ECW, and I think it's going to be great. And you will definitely see hear some Kyle on there. You'll definitely hear some Archie on there. Uh, We're not going to leave these guys out. Yes, sir.
3: At that time, the Sandman was doing a surfer gimmick. Am I I right?
0: We 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 discussed that on the show as well. Yes,
3: he was in a bodysuit. And a bo- he had a boogie board,
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and yeah, it was it was bad, I mean, <laughs> like <laughs> well, bad <you> know, ass.
2: <laughs> they, no, no, no. The Sandman is
3: badass. The Sandman as a beach gimmick was a, was bad. <laughs> oh fuck!
0: And of course, we would be remiss if we did not mention the asylum.
3: Yeah. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, World Championship Customs. The Asylum, actually, possibly, by the time this show airs...
3: <sighs> right, uh, the, night, no. the, day, the day this show airs, this is going to air Sunday?
0: This, this, th- actually, this episode, since we're recording on Thursday, will probably be up on Saturday. So
3: Okay, so as you're listening to this, go over to The Asylum, because we were supposed to be having the Million Dollar Man, Teddy DiBiase, but unforeseen reasons... Uh, Ted had to, to cancel on us. Uh, we wish him well, though, and we hope that mm-hmm. he's doing okay. He's in our prayers. Absolutely. Uh, his replacement, though, you maggots. Um, you
0: puke, you scum.
3: The legendary former WWF World Heavyweight Champion, Sergeant ooh. Slaughter. Yes. Ooh, yes. going to take his spot.
0: That's a hell of a guest in the virtual yep. asylum. Yep. Hell of a guest. So I'm
1: sad not to see Dead DiBiase, but... Sergeant
3: Slaughter. Oh, yeah. Forget. Oh, yeah.
0: When you're talking about the asylum, it is delivery. And Rocky and David Gold and Nick Francis and, and the rest of us are going to deliver for you. If we can't Every get time. the Million Dollar Man, I mean, could you get a better replacement than Sergeant oh, yeah. Slaughter?
1: No, sir. You oh, know? Yeah.
0: And I, I have to say this, and, and I know I always sound like the old coot, the old goat. But I, I w- there was a conversation in the in the asylum about Slaughter when the, it was announced, and a lot of guys were talking about. Oh, I loved it when he was he had that boot camp match with Triple H yep. and blah blah blah. You know what? I, you look at Sergeant Slaughter's career, and if I was talking to Sarge today, the first thing I would want to talk to him about would be Sergeant Slaughter and Pat Patterson in Madison oh, yeah. Square Garden oh, yeah. because that is one of the great brawls of all time. Of
3: all time, Patterson just spewing blood. Sarge chasing after him.
0: Yes, you know. and I'm a, and and again, I'm a huge fan of the Hogan Slaughter feud from '91 because oh, yeah. that's that's my prime era. You know, I was 13, oh, yeah. 13 years old when that happened. That was that was magic to me.
1: I would ask him about WrestleMania 17, the gimmick Battle Royal.
2: Mm-hmm. What it was like <laughs> to
1: walk out in front of all those fans at and get that, that pop. time, getting the pop and. To see how far the company had come.
0: Yep. And if you get in the Virtual Asylum and you be a part of that, you could ask these questions of the legendary WWE Hall of Famer, Sergeant Slaughter.
1: And again, I want to say, go to uh, www.theasylumswrestlingstore.com.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: there is a lot of pre-orders up there. Guys, they have the Hollywood Hogan and Bray Wyatt Fiend Ultimate Edition. Ultimate Edition, yep right now for pre-order. I
0: don't mm-hmm.
1: think anybody else has them right now.
0: And nope. if you shop at the AsylumWrestlingStore.com and not RSC or Amazon or anywhere else, you will know, first of all, I can attribute to this, and Archie can too, and Kyle yep. can, and Aaron can, you're going to get properly packed. Exactly. It's going to be packed with, care. with care. It's going to be shipped in a timely manner. Yep. You're going to get taken care of the best customer service you'll be able to get.
3: I You're sounded from like collectors for collectors. I sounded yes. like the mailman from Chuck and Larry. <laughs> Deliveries on time. Deliveries in the rear. I so. even deliver at night. It was just like, I really sounded bad. but. And, no. and what's awesome
1: about that, uh, if you go to uh, com, you can also get your, uh, uh, your tickets to see Sergeant Slaughter.
2: Yep, absolutely. Along
1: with, along with some other great stuff, there's wrestling buddies. There's, there's a lot of great stuff on that site, guys. So. If and you're
2: not
3: a fan of slaughter, by just some odd chance, if you're a, an alien from another planet, <laughs> uh, we've got Sid Vicious next week on the 19th. If you mm-hmm. don't like that, we've got other names coming up. Actually, absolutely. he's done returning. Buff Bagwell, Diesel, uh, Kevin Nash, Got All. You know, and
0: two two more. Oh, go ahead, Kyle.
3: And the great thing about it is these guys take care.
1: If you have anything that you want signed, yep, all you gotta do is ship it to these guys. They take care of everything for no extra fee. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking care of everything for you guys. I mean, if that's not customer service, I don't know what is. And so do take any of your
3: questions. Now there's a couple things off limits <laughs> Just, just throw some we, softballs we, we well, then. We, we we can't we can't mention <laughs> We, we can't mention an enforcer and some scissors. They got that. They got that. Oh, I so
1: got softball. the softball
4: game. I got <laughs>
3: softball.
1: I got it. We got it.
3: He might be pulling his leg.
0: <laughs> hey <laughs>
3: No, we, we, we cannot mention a certain enforcer that's, and a pair of scissors. That's what I want to ask him is one of these broke his fucking
1: leg and...
0: I was just I was just about to say let's let's uh, let's let's make a let's make a clean break from that and go on to
3: <laughs> nice Kyle's
0: segue, <laughs> Kyle. Thank you, thank you. The I, king like, of the, I like right here. I need place. to get a segue and ride around on it and be like I'm the king of the segue. <laughs> All right, so Kyle, a new shirt. Yes, sir. <laughs> in 2003. Give yes. us our best card that you could possibly give us from the year 2003.
3: It's a stack. And if it's guys, not. If it's not Billy and Chuck in every match, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Billy and Chuck didn't make it on this show. Damn it!
2: They're oh.
1: on. They're on. They're on heat.
2: No,
3: <laughs> on heat. All right. All right. I'll. I'll just watch heat on the.
1: There wasn't. There wasn't a place for them on this okay. Sorry. Okay. So, all right. So the first match, our opening contest to get the fans and everyone into it, is a match about the future. It is Randy Orton has come out. And said, "I have beaten them all. I have beaten the legends. It's time I start beating the guys that think they're going to be legends. It's John Cena versus Randy Orton. Nice.
0: Which in this time frame would have been. Uh, I mean, <laughs> imagine the promos that Cena would have been able to cut on Randy oh, in this yeah, time man. without the oh, with yeah. the shack, you know, without the shackles and and." Uh, and Randy just being disgusted by this mm-hmm. this Eminem wannabe. And you know, they're both great performers and they would have at that time in their in their youth they would have had a fantastic match. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. It's a great way to start the match because you have Randy Orton, who is the the chosen child versus John mm-hmm. Cena, who is the Doctor of Thugonomics. And you can tell at this time both of them are destined for stardom.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: So yep. the two of them come together, and you know what I'm going to say coming out of this, I'm going to have Randy Orton go over.
3: That's not a bad idea because really no. well, I mean you've there.
0: got you've got a lot of future for for at, them to trade wins back and, and forth. At,
3: at this time, Cena was losing to guys like Carlito, and it wasn't hurting him. So why would a loss to Randy Orton hurt him? Right. Exactly. You know. So
1: you know at this time, I don't want to say Randy Orton was still. The, the the jury was out on him, but as far as he he's stuck in evolution, he has yet to you know really step out on his own. So this is the perfect time for Randy Orton to solidify his name. Because John Cena mm-hmm. can come out you know next week and be like, hey, you know, right, Chuck a Chuck a what what and play it <laughs> off.
3: So you know, and and Orton going over gets him the proper heat going forward too. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, a, you know, I'm a heat guy, I, right? I'm like I am Kevin too. I, uh, you know,
1: I believe in the heels getting the upper hand. To you know, be, uh, because again, like I said, if you're not planning for tomorrow, what the fuck are you doing? Right.
0: Exactly. Build for the build for the future, in the present, which is uh, something WWE has severely lacked doing in the past few years. and
2: exactly.
0: But now, yeah, what you're saying there, if we're talking 2003, oh, yeah. this would just be the beginning for these two, and I think, like you said, a, a heel Randy Orton going over um, at this time is is the best way to establish both of these characters. Absolutely. Christina loses nothing, and Orton nope. is nothing but upside.
1: Right. Aaron? I agree with it. Perfect. All right, so moving on, we go to our first tag Dynamite team. Dynamite drop-in, Donnie. Yeah. We go to our first uh, tag team match of the evening. It is Kane and RVD versus Booker T and Goldust. Dust.
0: Wow. Two, two, two forgotten and underrated tag teams. Definitely. This is Booker, your Booker, Booker
4: evening. Booker and Gold Gold Dust, Booker and Goldust is... Or was I should say, fucking fantastic. Yep. Like anytime anybody says, "Oh, there shouldn't be comedy in wrestling." No, that was comedy done right. Be like, no, <laughs> shut the fuck up. There should be kind. Con- not you, Arch. I'm saying right, like, no, I know people what you're are saying. like, "Oh, com- comedy shouldn't be in wrestling." No, it it, it it should be as long as it's done properly. And yep. Gold Dust and Booker T did it properly. Yep. And. Yep. I agree. Those guys together were great. And RVD and Kane, when you say it, doesn't sound like it should be any good. But it was really, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. It was very
1: good. Um, of course, Booker King and Goldust are going over, because there's already dissension between Kane and RVD as it stands. Right. right. Because we're going to go into Kane being,
3: you know, the unmasked, you know... Uh, or whatever mean, you you mean when he when he went into necrophilia, or rather, they yeah. said what they said those did he was doing?
1: Yeah, plus, like I said, plus you know it's Booker team Gold Dust, right? Their, their stock only rises. In the-
3: well, and
0: this is this is one card, and you have to have those matches on the card that send the people home happy right, and yeah. and give them a feel good moment. And Gold Dust and Booker would technically, in this match, if you look at the match on paper, would be an upset. And it's a good, fun upset for the crowd. It I totally imagine, makes sense. I
3: imagine Goldust trying to do the spinarooni at the end, the end of the match. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and spoiler, yeah. spoiler alerts: the the crowd's going to go home with the uh, indecision.
1: But we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. So next we have Paul Heyman coming out weeks before saying that Brock Lesnar is the next big thing. He is the man. He is. He is everything that WWF, WWE is afraid of. But, aha, we have Ric Flair saying no. We have Batista. So it's Brock Lesnar versus Batista. It is our big Haas match of the evening.
0: I like it. The big Haas match.
3: I like it. I like it. (laughs) That would be really clunky in 2003.
1: It would be clunky. But, again, this is... (sighs) It's selling the pay-per-view.
0: You know what I think would be a great touch to this match? Yes. And frankly, who gives a shit? We're booking our own stuff here. I think it would be great to have on commentary. It's just a special guest commentary on this match. I think it would be great to get Jim Cornette in on this. Yes. Let him. Let him. Let him do some commentary and provide some. Some. Uh,
3: well,
2: he has the knowledge on both yeah, of the yeah, some,
0: so some of the OVW history, and, right. and these guys came through the same class, and he could even refer back to, oh, and by the way, Orton and Cena came through that class, and right. blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I mean, because this, this was the year, 2003 was the year that the OVW guys started coming in. Those last really amazing class of OVW guys started coming into the forefront. Shelton and... Charlie Haas and all those Mm -hmm. guys. Yep. And then in eight months, you could have the rematch
4: because Batista blew his quad or whatever.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Um, I'm going to have Brock Lesnar going over because he is the next big thing. I agree with it. Batista doesn't really lose much because he's still new. Right. Right. It's the battle of
3: who's the next big guy. These right. are the these are the beasts that are coming and, out. And it doesn't I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be a clean win for Brock. Heyman can get involved or Flair could cause a distraction by mistake. You know what I mean? There are assets that go along with this. And that's so. why
1: I have Paul Heyman and, and Rick Flair in there because right. the two of them are gonna get involved and you know right. you're gonna get a fucked finish. And because- like and- and like and Aaron I, said, and, and, and like
0: and, Aaron and, said, no disrespect to the performers, but at this time, as they're coming into their own, it's probably going to be a little clunky. Right.
2: Right. So
0: having some distractions with Heyman and Flair at ringside is, is a good right. thing for this match.
4: And I, and yes. like I said, I'm not knocking the match, and I'm not knocking the guys. And honestly, and I know I made the joke about Batista like blowing his quad or getting hurt or whatever, but honestly, Batista was a fucking
0: injury-prone dude. Um. Yeah, he was injury prone even even yeah. in his main event years. Yeah,
4: what, what yeah. I was going to say was, you take the two guys, and, and you guys might disagree with me, I don't know, but hindsight being like, okay, let's look at Brock and let, let, let's look at Batista, and if you guys want to tell me I'm wrong, that's fine. Batista, actually, if you look at Brock Lesnar and Batista, Batista is a better worker than Rock Lesnar. Well, in to opinion. a certain extent, yeah. In my but opinion, Batista is a better professional wrestler than Brock Lesnar.
1: Right. I'll give you that.
4: Nate mm. looks like he disagrees.
1: Like, I, like
0: do. Brock, I do. Like, I do. I, 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 I kind of know what you're saying. I, I think I know where you're going. I think that overall, Batista probably in his career sold better. Um,
4: I just mean just in general. Like, Brock, I and Nate, you know this, I'm a huge Brock Lesnar fan.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I love Brock Lesnar. But if you're going to tell me, okay, guys, we're going to have one match. We can have Shawn Michaels versus Batista. Or we're going to have Shawn Michaels versus Brock Lesnar. And it's going to be a wrestling match. I'm gonna say I want to watch Shawn Michaels wrestle Batista. Well, but I mean, if you that's... tell me I want to watch a spectacle, and you're gonna have Shawn Michaels versus Brock Lesnar or Shawn Michaels versus
0: Batista, I'm gonna say yeah, let's go with Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar's I, just I, gonna I, guzzle the guy up. I would agree with you in from 2012 on. Like I'd, but, rather watch, right. I'd
4: rather watch I'd rather
0: watch Batista have a 25 minute match than Brock have a 25 minute match. I disagree. I, no, I because
3: I, I'm doing I'm crazy in crazy things with Benoit and Angle.
0: I'm in the you know? I, yeah I was about to say I'm in the mindset of I would agree with you if I was talking about Brock from 2012 on, right. but I I don't I, I would put Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle up against anything Batista ever oh, did yeah. ever ever. That's fine. And, and, and I'm not shitting on your opinion either. I'm just saying I think we we just part ways
3: on this. One. I'm, no, I'm shitting on his opinion. No, I'm just shitting <laughs> <laughs> away, big man. I don't care. I'm just so
2: <laughs> saying.
4: Towel sitting in me. the yard for God's
1: sake. <laughs> <laughs> so going into this pay per view, we got three. I don't want to say main events, but three major attractions that are selling this show. Because at the end of the day. That is what this is. It is we are trying to sell this show,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: All right. So we have a match that was wonderful at WrestleMania 19. It is Hulk Hogan versus Mr. McMahon.
0: This he can't time, go wrong.
1: This time, Rowdy Roddy Piper is a special guest. Oh, man. referee! <laughs> he <laughs> hates oh, man. both of them so much. Whose side is he gonna? Who's who he gonna count? Is he wearing a trench coat and a fedora?
0: No. I can even hear him saying, whose side is Roddy Piper's? Piper on? Roddy Piper's side. side. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mr. McMahon goes over.
0: Because Piper turns on Hogan?
1: Yes, because he sits there and says, you know what? Because this will be the next night on Raw, but he'll be like, look, I hate Mr. McMahon. I hate Vince with all my passion. But he signs my paychecks and I hate Hulk Hogan that much more.
0: And that makes sense. <laughs> in, in Piper's world, that would make sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And McMahon and Hogan. I mean, there's your sports entertainment match right there. Exactly. You know, that's your, oh, yeah. that's your, that's your bells and whistles sports entertainment match. Cause think about it. Who, who is, would be a better opponent for Hulk
1: Hogan in 2003 than Mr.
0: McMahon? Nobody nobody
1: there's not there's not i mean the the hogan's beaten everybody and done everything he could do this is the only thing you can really have hulk hogan do and that's where 2003 comes in because in a little bit we're gonna get to another match that it's like what can you do in 2003 that these guys haven't already done Mm -hmm. so yeah all right moving on who goes over
2: huh he said McMahon. McMahon.
1: McMahon? Goes over oh, his... sorry. I missed that. No, that's fine. Yeah, because uh, Piper's like, I hate McMahon, but I hate getting right. that much more. And I like it. Then so, pay- signs my paychecks. So, <laughs> right. You know. Uh, so next we have one of my favorite, two of my favorite uh, incarnations of wrestlers. We have The Rock in his 2003 Hollywood, I Am a Big Star, Yeah. versus The Man who is WWE, WWF, through and through, The Undertaker.
0: And at this point, so at this point, we've got, this is American Badass Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do, there's not a lot of the, what I want to say, the the smoke and mirrors, the right. fog, yep. the, you know, right. so you can really, ha- you can have some good promos here. This drummers. is where
1: Undertaker is going to come out and say, you know, like WWF made you and you left to go to Hollywood you think mm. you're a better star you think you're bigger than this company
0: can i just say you just, could
1: have undertaker you could have undertaker show up at a
4: movie set and beat the fuck like you did with david running.
3: flair in NXT, uh, in the performance center yeah right yeah, yeah. i like that like i said it, it,
1: you have the guy who is WWF through and through t- versus the guy who is you know he's a big star he's the rock I, I love 2003 rock Aaron
3: he shows Aaron. up to the movie he shows up to the movie studio he goes to meet up the rock and he ends Ooh. up getting his stunt double <laughs>
1: <laughs> right I love this version of the undertaker where he I is do too. he is the no nonsense yep uh, don't get me wrong, I understand The Undertaker is what he is, you know. Oh, but... no,
3: of course, but this was the real, this was real Undertaker. This was Mark Calloway. This was not The Undertaker. I'm a dead man, you know. Right. Like, like Nate said, there's no smoking mirrors here. I'm riding down to the ring on my bike. Yep. And I'm coming to kick your ass.
1: Yeah, I love the fact The Undertaker be like, listen here, boy, you think that, you know, you're better right. than me, you think you're better than anybody else that's ever stepped through those ropes? Yeah, see it shouldn't even right. be it shouldn't even be a you think you're better than me thing. It you should think be, you're
3: better than this business.
4: Yeah. Like right. you have gone on and you've made these shitty movies. Right,
3: because you didn't make anything great
4: yet. And, and you he's never made anything great at all. But oh, you you've on. gone walking tall and The Rundown, that's the only good walking movie. T- that
0: Walking movie. Tall movie's good. Yeah, that's is.
4: what I said. I just said, <laughs> Walking Tall and The Rundown
0: are like the good rock
4: movies. That's it. But anyway... Well, I, I like the game plan, but okay. Taker could be like almost... And it might not be the way that rock would think of it either. But like, I would almost take it like taker is offended. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That rock took the professional wrestling business and then turned it into a movie. Does that make sense?
3: Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like I agree.
4: Oh, now you're this big Hollywood star. Right. And you're just going to be like, fuck it, you know, whatever with this wrestling business. It's like, you know what, you wouldn't be where the fuck you are right now if it wasn't for like guys like me and guys Austin, like AAA, Austin, Triple H, and, and you could even go further than that. It's like you, would, you wouldn't be who you are right now, and, and this might be a deep cut. But I, I even be like, you know what? you would, and, and I know it, it turned out his dad was a piece of shit. You can be like, you know what? You even wouldn't be what you are now if it wasn't for your fucking family and everything that right. they did. Right. You
2: know? Mm-hmm.
4: You're nothing without us. And you've now turned your back on us.
0: And 2003 Rock would be perfect to react to that. Oh, yeah. And, and – because he wouldn't have to – That version of that character would not in any way have to humble himself to those comments. Because he's he's in the air up here anyway. I don't care what you have to say, Undertaker.
1: Right. Right.
0: Now, if we're talking about this, Kyle. Yes. At the end of this, you better be putting Taker over.
1: I am putting Taker over. All right. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. However, however, The Rock is going to continue to come out and say, like, oh, well, you know. Like, I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't, you know, at my full best because we're going to keep continue this feud.
0: What I want to say really quick hey, is look, this...
4: Kyle looks like a floating, just a floating head oh, right oh.
3: <laughs> He's Jombie from uh, Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. Pee Wee's
0: the 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 one thing I was gonna say really quick before we move on about and it's it, this has nothing to do with your match which I think is an awesome pick by the way that would be an awesome especially in O three definitely um, one of my favorite things with Rock during this time is oh that's just the Hamburglar I love I love the little sub feud with Hurricane like right. I just like the, right. that was that was awesome. anyway that was just a, a side I, note when he but, Hogan
1: he's like you're gonna call the Rock a rock, a, rock a rock and jabroni.
2: <laughs> if you've never seen
1: the off the air uh, thing between the rock and Stone Cold going into WrestleMania 19,
0: watch it. Oh, it's so fucking. It's gold. Good. Oh, it's it so is gold. Good. Absolutely.
1: This really pisses me off. This guy sits here says this Scorpion gang movie sucked. <laughs> it did suck.
3: It did suck. Uh,
1: all right, so now we have our. This is our high flying big spot moments of the evening. It is because it's, it always will sell tickets. It always draws. It is the Hardys versus the Dudleys versus Edging Christian TLC
3: match. I and you know, the, I have the Hardys and the Dudleys on my card as well. No Edging Christian, but.
0: Hardys, Dudley, Dudleys, <laughs> Dudleys Edging Christian. You don't go wrong there. No, I no. I
1: it's that match that you know it's going to draw.
0: Do you know yeah. what the? Do you know what the these matches are? These matches are, what if and 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 sorry guys, the 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 grumpy old man Nate. Had, if current
4: product used logic. It would be these fucking matches. Yes,
0: this yep. is these matches were what if these god awful spot monkeys. That that put on a pay per view where every single match is one of these that's yep. the difference. That's
3: you know, um what was there, four TLC matches over the span of eight years?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know now I mean? now I mean that last that shitty that god awful AEW pay per view last weekend, which was just I mean it's it was let's be honest, that was one of the worst pay per views ever.
3: They've that had pay-per-view TV fucking better. sucked. That had show TV shows better than that pay-per-view, I'm yeah, gonna be that, honest.
0: That show sucked. And and what happened to actually one of the guys that's in this match you've booked, Kyle, mm-hmm. because of over the top, stupid yep. You know, it's it, anyway. I'm not. I, I'm going to get off of that because that's not our topic tonight or anything. But right. yes, absolutely. This join is us, what,
3: join us tomorrow after SmackDown <laughs> for 60 minutes or less, and you can hear <laughs> Nate Maxson flip out about this if Nate will Nate will join us.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> this. This is and, and it's one of those things where it's almost like you, you loved it and you knew how good it was. But if you were if you were able to walk seventeen years in the future, you might ask them not to do it because of what they're about to start. Oh yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> um, going over because it's two thousand three, and we are basically seeing Jeff and Matt and Edge and Christian branch out on their own. The Dudleys are the ones who are going to win this.
3: I, I don't blame I don't blame you because the Dudleys at this point in two thousand and three. Uh, would we're, were already a decorated tag team. Yep, and we've need- had the alliance. You've had all this momentum. Why wouldn't they go over?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. And you need strong tag teams to go up against guys like Kane and RVD, Booker T, and Gold Dust, and you know, and a couple tag teams we're gonna get into just in a little bit here. But you know, like I said, with Edge and Christian and the Hardys, kind of breaking off into their own because Matt's gonna do the version uh, one and. You're gonna have Edge Christian kind of breaking off on their own. Dullies right. are the ones who kind of come out on this the winners.
0: Absolutely. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, you one bit. Like you've mentioned a couple of times, this is a 2003 is a year where literally you're you're building the future. Yep. You know, right. it's one of those transitional years in wrestling where you're building the future of the business. Yep. So it's very important.
1: Um, next is one of our. Match, feature matches that is drawing the crowd, it's not going to go very long because these guys in 2003 can't really go very long, and it doesn't need to it's, go long. Is it Pat Patterson and Jerry Briscoe? No. <laughs> no. It is Goldberg versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, and the match goes like this. Goldberg goes for the spear. Austin ducks it, hits a stunner. One, two, three. It's
3: done. Wow. So like a minute and a half, you're saying? What exactly? When entrances? Wow.
1: Because it doesn't need to be anything. No, more than I know,
3: that. I know, I know.
1: Because we have two great main events. They're gonna they're gonna supersede this, and and honestly, what are you gonna do? Do you expect it to go in any other way? Goldberg can't really go more than maybe two minutes. Austin is in such a fuck state that you know. Right. And it's the finish that everybody wants to see. Everybody wants to see Steve Austin. Stein oh, yeah. Goldberg.
3: Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And it's the nostalgia factor. Exactly. You're the glass break one last time. You're, yep. you're seeing Goldberg at it. You know, he's in WWE anyway, so, you know. And you're
0: right there, Kyle, in that as popular, as super popular as both of these guys were in the late 90s, does anybody really want to see uh, – was there anybody other than maybe his family that would want to see Goldberg be the guy to go over in
2: this match? No, <laughs> yeah. That's family didn't run. want to.
0: That's not, hating. That's not hating on Goldberg, but at the end of the day, Steve Austin needs to go over when Goldberg Nate, I got Steve news back.
3: for you. If you noticed when Goldberg went over Lesnar a couple of years ago, his son was like 12, so Goldberg's son wasn't even born by this time.
1: Right. right. You know what I mean? So he
3: wasn't showing off for his kid. Uh, this you know?
1: this is nothing more than you are getting the photo op of, of Steve Austin giving the stunner to Goldberg. Right, it's the two an guys. Actual match. That, you know, it's not it's not about that. Like I said, we have two matches that are going to give you everything, all your money in the next two matches. So, like I said, this is just for show. It's it's fun. It is what it is, and we're moving on because, like I said, in two thousand three, how the hell do you expect them? Even in ninety eight you really think that Steve Austin and Goldberg are going to have a 20-minute a a right. right. No. It, it ain't happening. No. I hate to break no. anybody's hearts. <laughs> Alright, so now we move on to two great tag teams. This is our this is for our purists. The next two match, matches basically are for our wrestling purists. We have Los Guerreros taking on the world's greatest tag team.
3: Wow. Oh, shit. Every like time it. I've ever seen them fight, it was a great match, so I like it.
1: Because how can you not have a tag team that's up and coming versus the Guerreros? Mm-hmm. I agree. I <laughs> agree. You know what? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. It like Billy Gunn was coming out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: an ass, ass man. man. <laughs> uh, please,
3: a, please welcome to the podcast, Billy Gunn, to refute Kyle's <laughs> notion that they would be on the heat.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say, in an upset, the Wolves greatest Tag Team beat
3: Los Guerreros. I have no problem with that because at this point, Haas and Benjamin had already left Angle. Yep. And were coming into their own as a tag team. Uh, I always liked Haas and Benjamin. And Los Guerreros were were a great team that even if they did take a loss it wouldn't have hurt them.
1: No, and Eddie's going on to better things. Chava's going right. on. Right. Right. You know.
3: The Los Guerreros,
4: honestly, like not to get off, not to get off on a tangent. I shouldn't say a tangent, but like a memory thing for me. Is those two together are honestly the last like really good vignettes? Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. Like
0: the pool cleaning.
4: Oh man, when, <laughs> when they go to that old lady's house and they want to use her pool so they can fuck some white bitches, but they don't want her to know that, and they're just they're just like we're here to fix your pool. You 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 got to. and Eddie's like. Your, Eddie's your pool. pool. Your pool has a leak in it. You don't want your pool getting all filled with water now. <laughs> you know
2: that,
4: that's funny shit. Eddie's already,
0: we're, uh, Eddie's already wearing a floaty. Like, yeah, yeah. like, like,
4: yeah. You don't. You don't want your pool to spring a leak and get all water in it or whatever. You know, it, it's fucking great, man. And it, like when they're on the golf course and like, oh man, those fucking. You know I preview to Kerwin White. <laughs> And John see, Brown, I even yeah, like Kerwin White. People not Kerwin White. Kerwin White could have been really cool. And it like I don't really, his, his tag and, line and I understand why so it mad. ended, and unfortunately, it ended yeah. because Eddie passed That's away. But that Kerwin right. White character, that Kerwin White character had legs, man.
3: That would have been. Mm-hmm. That would have been. I think his, that would have been insane. His tagline yeah. though was just so bad, even for the time. If it ain't white, it ain't right. <laughs> damn, man, that was damn. Good like, damn. yeah, I know, but it was just so bad too. <laughs> you know, and and Kyle, you mentioned Eddie going on the bigger and better things. Maybe Dominic on the po- on a poll wasn't the best thing, but oh, uh, Archie with that, Archie, yes, yes. Uh,
0: we're getting off Kyle's card here, but okay, Dominic on a poll, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> Maybe well, Do- in fairness, custody Dominic, wasn't, it, on Dominic wasn't on the pole. The no, pole. but yes, it was the so custody was the custody Dominic on
3: a pole.
0: the custody of Dominic on a pole was kind eh, kind of a silly premise. But let's be honest, we just came out of the Attitude Era, so that's actually a little mild.
3: No, no, no. I get. However,
0: that. however, I get that. what I and I've, I've stated this on the show before. I
3: would mind and, seeing
4: Dominic's and, sister on a pole, or not Dominic's sister? Eddie Guerrero's and, daughter and some, on some. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and some people, I, I know some people disagree with me because they will cite, and, and I'm a huge Shawn Michaels fan. I'm a huge Scott Hall fan. I'm a, but that match at that SummerSlam,
2: oh, no, regardless the of the
0: regardless of the stip, that's oh, my no, no, favorite no. ladder match ever. Hmm? Those two no, light I, it up in no, that match.
3: I agree. My jo- I was joking with Kyle because the premise of the match was like. Yeah, that was kind of I mean, silly. Eddie and, and Eddie and Ray have been wrestling each other at this point for twenty years. Did you really need to put Dominic Ray, Dominic Mysterio? On a bowl? Right. You know what I mean. <laughs> Those two would cough cough near each other, and a fight would break out. You know what I mean? It like, "What you want to fight?" You know.
2: <laughs>
3: but now no, I
1: like I like this match, uh, Kyle, a lot. Thank you. Uh, moving on to our semi-main event, it is three of the best technicians. I know we're not big fans of triple threats, but these guys... I have one on
3: my card, and Aaron had one on his, so it's no big deal. These
1: guys, they... Fuck. It is Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho.
3: Jesus. Nice.
1: Yeah, well, I
4: was a little nervous for a minute, because Kyle was like, on this card, they fuck.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, you have three of the best technicians. All three of them have great finishing submission holds. All three of them are
3: amazing in-ring competitors. Spoiler alert, I too have Jericho and Benoit in a triple threat match on my card. So These these three
1: guys are made for each other.
3: Yep. They are...
1: hmm, uh, Angle is going over just because it's Kurt fucking Angle. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Benoit and Jericho, again, are going on to much better things. Yes. They don't need to, you know... Come out of this victorious, and again, it's one of those matches where even if Angle wins, Benoit and Jericho don't lose anything.
3: No, they don't no. lose anything. No. no, they're losing to the better wrestler.
0: And it, you, literally, you're not going to have less than any. You, you know, if you're using the star system, these three guys in the ring, you're literally never, ever, ever, ever going to have less than a four and a half star match.
3: Yep, no. there it is, right there. No. Four stars. And.
0: And your crowd's going to pop, and, yep. and everything's going to be sweet. And we're you, sorry, Kurt, you, that you had to lose your last match to Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. Corbin.
4: Anyway, Nate, Nate, can you imagine? This is before Kurt looked like a...
3: Like a... Penis? Backwards lawn chair. <laughs> Nate, can you imagine? Jericho puts on the lion tamer, Benoit sneaks over and puts on the crossface, and Angle is doing all he can not to tap out you know what that, i mean what a spot you know right.
0: and and he just happens to be too close to the ropes and can grab right. him right and yeah i mean and that's something those guys would do and and you would eat up every second of yep. it
1: yep absolutely there's no way this match doesn't take match of the night oh yeah um mm-hmm. now like I said, now we're getting to our main event and I struggled with this because I was like, after everything we've seen tonight, what could main event this show? And the only thing I could think of in 2003 at this time is Triple H versus Shawn Michaels, Last Man Standing.
0: As long as you don't give me the uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Last Man Standing 2003 finish, I'm good with it. I'm sorry, not 2003, 2004 finish.
4: What I'm worried about is what I'm worried about is that Kyle said that his show was going to end with a fucked finish. Yep. Hold on. And I'm mad. Let let me let me No, sorry, Kyle. If I'm a fan and I'm watching your show, I've enjoyed it so far. But if you're going to leave me with either one of these guys not getting up,
1: I'm mad. Let me <laughs> let me let, me, let, let him let tell me the finish. story. Go ahead. Let's okay. hear it. Let me. So we have Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. It's last man standing. Leading up to this, we have the Triple H line of like, even if I beat myself to the or if I beat you to my feet for one second, that means I'm better than you. Okay? These guys go fucking uh, 40, 50 minutes. They are beating the fuck out of each other, giving everything they possibly can. Okay? Okay. We get to the, the end. And yes, I know you guys hate the fact of a fucked finish. (laughs) But uh, seriously, name me a better moment than seeing Shawn Michaels and Triple H covered in blood after 50 minutes of fighting each other, doing everything they could possibly do to put each other out. Laying both in the pool of their own blood and getting to a 10 count and being like, these guys just gave you everything they had.
0: So they're both out for the 10.
1: Yes, they're both out for the 10. But they're okay. both out oh, for 10. Uh, 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 Hold on, let me finish. Both out of 10, but they have fought for fifty minutes. They are both covered in blood. They're both wearing the proverbial crimson match. Mask. Match, Jesus. <laughs> the proverbial crimson mask. Watch.
2: Okay,
1: <laughs> yes. Imagine... Imagine that crowd. Imagine that crowd sitting there seeing Shawn Michaels and Triple H after 50 minutes of fighting each other, doing everything they can all through the arena to be laying in a pool of their own blood. Can I tell you this, Kyle? Yes. What I would do
4: with your card, buddy. Yes. I'm not saying that that idea of the match isn't terrible. Okay? Okay. But what I would do is I would have that match All right, so you want to do, but then I would take that match and your Steve Austin Goldberg match and fucking flip them. Okay. Wow. I would have that last man standing, these guys both bloody, not being able to get up. Where you had Austin and Goldberg, and then in your mini event, have Austin and Goldberg, and then do that minute and twenty five thing, twenty five minute, or you know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
4: The 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 minute and twenty five second match with Austin stepping out from the spear and hitting the stunner, and then what you're doing is you got the Austin Goldberg match out there as the way to end your pay-per-view on a fucking good note. It's like people being like,
2: yeah, that's fucking
4: awesome. You know, instead of people being like, well, nobody won.
1: Right. Now, I'm going to give you my my reasoning for this. Again, I am booking for the future. I'm booking for the fact that next month we're going to have Triple I understand H- that you're
4: booking for no, the future, but, we're gonna but what I'm saying is you're, you're ending
1: your show on a flat note. But there's been many times the shows have ended with true, not getting but, what you want. And they always sucked.
0: Uh, it depends on the next night on Raw. Right.
1: The next night on Raw, you have the Shawn Michaels and Triple H coming out. With I know on no, I, I, I don't wanna, and you have Eric Bischoff or whoever is saying like you know what this has to fucking stop because you right. guys tore the fucking arena down like you guys endangered it's fans. You, guys, you know we're going to put you two in the fucking hell in the cell one fall to the finish it is whoever walks out of that t- that that cell is the fucking is the winner of this thing because this it's needs it's to empty. stop
4: like I said, you're, you, the match itself and the idea for it wasn't bad. I'm just saying I would have flipped those two matches. Right. Still a good card though. Still a good show. I yes. enjoyed it. That That's your Sting Lawler match, buddy. And you ended with <laughs>
1: it. But see, that's why I gave you like Undertaker versus Rock. And, you know, Goldberg versus Steve Austin. And, and Booker. Like you had stuff throughout the show that's like, oh, that was great. That was great. You know, knowing that like, hey, guess what guys? We're coming to a We're gonna orgasm. we're gonna ruin your orgasm. That's well, let okay. see that's the thing though. Again, it's not ruining your orgasm because again, I it's want you to buy Jean. I want you to buy <laughs> one well no, I want you to watch Monday Night Raw the next night to figure out what the fuck.
2: Like mm-hmm. here you had
3: again, there's no title on the line.
4: I want you to I want you to give me ninety nine dollars from the next pay per view. <laughs> well, we I gave you
3: $99 to... for your show.
4: But seriously, I want you to give me $99 times... for the next pay per view. How many times have we watched a, a pay per view where. And honestly, honest... Okay, let, let me down. say this too. Let me say this too. And I'm not trying to shoot holes in your shit, Kyle. No, I'm, just, I'm just saying my thing. If Shawn Michaels and Triple H are left bloody in the middle of this building and they fought for 50 minutes and there's fucking. Debris everywhere and they're all fucking all jacked the fuck up. Why are they gonna be on Raw the next night?
0: Because it's wrestling. These guys wrestling. shouldn't be yeah. there.
1: Fine, they don't have them then there'd be they're a side
3: them. There, There'd be a satellite then.
1: It doesn't but the the point is is that <clears throat> here's the thing: is that you come out of this match at the end of the night going, you know, like fuck, like Sean and Triple H are fucking evenly met. Like, how the fuck is this gonna end? Because they know each other better. Like, let me ask you this question, okay? Like, how, how else do you expect this match to end? If Sean and Triple H no, know each that, other better than everybody I, else... What I'm telling you is... No, I get I it. Don't,
4: I don't think the finish of your match is bad. You I don't like the finish of your pay-per-view.
1: And I get that. But the problem is, if you switch that for Goldberg and Stone Cold, then people are going to be mad because, like, oh, fuck, you only gave us a two-minute main event.
4: But you sent.
3: You said Austin you end- and and Goldberg was the feel good moment everybody yeah. wanted. So the
4: show <laughs> ended with people cheering. But the but the people
1: being happy. That, but again, and I and I state this that not every uh, not every show has to make you feel fucking warm and fuzzy at the end. Not everybody gets a fucking participation trophy. At the end of the day, you know, sometimes it is what it is. But, but on you- pay per view. On pay-per-view, you should have, at the end what? of
4: your show... Now, hold on a on second. A no, there have been many have pay-per-views. pay-per-views. There was not an ending
1: Bash that Bash of the Beach, we 1996. Agreed. We had Hulk Hogan turning a heel. There was a finish. There there might have been a there finish. There was a there winner, was a finish. and there was a loser. There was a
4: winner, and there was a loser.
1: Okay. What about all the, the Austin end, matches that, that Austin fought, and there was some fucked finish that fucked him out of the picture. Pay- there the was title.
4: a finish there was a winner and there was a loser and this at is the a finish. end of a pay-per-view at both the end of a pay-per-view there should be a winner
1: and there should be a loser and this is a finish both men at the end of the night there is there is not a
4: finish. finish it's a you said it's a non-finish there is a there a nobody is a won this match right because, because at the end men, of a pay-per-view there should be a winner there should be a loser put that as subjective to you I just want on a say TV show different. on a TV show I'm
1: not giving this away you can have
4: a show. non-finish
1: but <laughs> on a pay-per-view
4: correct. if I'm giving you $37 I want somebody to win wait we don't know how much
3: Kyle is charging
4: that's how much <laughs> I'm going to pay him it, it, I'll give you $37 <laughs> for this pay-per-view
1: but hey, there Palin needs to right be right a winner, a right now. and there needs to be name, a loser. Name me one other match on this show that had a fucked finish. None of them. Exactly. I so put you this one, great moments. I gave you mo- second
4: to the end and let them finish with Steve Austin being happy, chugging beers, and your crowd going, fuck
2: yeah.
1: But see, that's the problem. Instead Again, of
4: your crowd going,
1: see that's the problem though again if i put goldberg and steve austin on last then people are going to be mad because it is a fucking one minute main event no they won't the fact is steve austin they're going to be fucking perfectly fine with it <laughs> all i know is I, I to me the finish of having two guys who fucking know each other better than anybody else coming to a fact where they have given you Everything they fucking have. We're not talking about a five-minute fucking, you know. Oh, five minutes and all that are all done. And oh, they went through a fucking, you know, staging area or whatever. No, these two guys are fucking bleeding. They have bled the fuck out. I understand. Giving you everything
4: your they possibly can give you. I understand your premise, <laughs> and I'm telling you, your show is good. But I'm telling you. The arranging of your matches
2: is not.
3: I
4: don't know.
2: You, you fans, Aaron is
3: saying. Aaron is saying that he's going to pay you thirty-seven dollars, but he's calling the cable company the next day and saying that it shut off after the second. And match. what I
0: want to know is that is that two thousand three money for? Well, right. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the the, the,
3: the fucking pay per view company is going to be like,
1: well, well,
0: we'll
3: give you we'll give you a credit on your next bill. Don't worry about it, buddy. Because <laughs> the fact is
1: that you're going you should have to- ended
3: with Goldberg and Austin. All right. I'm giving Kyle an 8 out of 10 out of his, on his show as well. I didn't agree with the ending, but the whole show was great. I enjoyed it. The ending kind of leaves me wanting a little more, but maybe he's right. Exactly.
0: And it's I also. Good. It
1: leaves you wanting more, which is what pro wrestling is supposed to do.
0: And Kyle's name is Kyle's name is now Cliff last name Hanger. Hangar. Exactly. See what I did exactly. there?
1: Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I, look.
0: No. No.
4: No. 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 What Kyle's new name is is Dusty Finish. <laughs>
1: that, might be, that might be the case, but the fact is that guess what? People is are he- going to tune in tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. They're going to fucking buy that next pay per view because they're, they're your they're last gonna- name is spelled P H I. Because if you're building a feud between the two guys. So okay, let me ask you this—a question, okay? So if Triple H goes Not talking up- about <laughs>
4: it.
2: Let's hear about Archie's
1: pay per view. Oh
4: now
0: we're gonna have we're gonna oh have to God. take a break before we hear oh about Archie's pay per view. Hey, well, I'm just nice. gonna
4: smoke Then I told you uns- my comments on
1: this it. fucking pay per view. But if Shawn you Michael had a non goddamn finish on your like, oh, oh, pay per view, oh well. Oh, well. Shawn and, Michael and and you sh- why are you gonna have Shawn Michael fight Triple H again? <laughs> Because they didn't have a
2: finish. Okay,
4: so now they didn't have a finish in the middle of your show, and they were both bleeding out. Okay, that's really good. Now, let's go ahead and have a rematch between these guys, and now maybe this will be the conclusion of the feud, and then put that in the main event and put fucking Shawn Michaels over. If you tell me, all oh, these guys are going to fight again, I'd be like,
1: neither one of these guys can beat each other. I don't give a fuck. But it can be. if they, If you're told that we're going to have hell in the cell, it is two guys enter, one must fucking leave. It does
4: not. You told matter. me one must stand, and neither one of them did. And guess what? And it
0: ended your show. <laughs> oh God! Yes. You found
1: out that both men, and neither one there. of them did. Exactly. Because both men are fucking evenly matched, so now we're going into. Well, okay, no, now I don't need to watch your shit
4: because now either one of them can fucking win. I...
1: So you go ahead and you watch your Jerry
4: Lawler versus Stigma. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I didn't watch that it. shit because you. there was a definitive, there was a definitive winner and loser in that goddamn oh, fucking what a fucking thing. Fucking wonderful!
1: I guarantee you, my pay per view sells out more fucking buys than yours does. And, and folks, well, people are well, going to
2: be like, oh,
3: wait, folks,
0: Crossfire wait, did not die in 2002.
3: Wait, wait hold on, though. You are going to have more buy rates. You're, according to Aaron, your pay per view 37. His was 99. <laughs> exactly right. Because, because mine know,
1: like, was worth it. <laughs> because, and guess what? This isn't a WrestleMania. This isn't a Royal Rumble. This isn't a fucking SummerSlam. Right. This is
3: Kyle yeah, this, is fucking, this, is <laughs> this is a fucking.
1: This is an all in. This is a fucking. Well, it wasn't all in; it was all out, Aaron. Thank you for <laughs> fucking staying up to date with the fucking modern product. But hey, I just, just know when I present
4: something, it's all in, buddy. That that's fine.
1: But the fact is, I'm wanting fucking people. I'm telling people a story. I'm bringing them on a fucking journey. I'm I not just want to say I'm not giving them the the great satisfaction right away because I know that if I fucking hold out, the satisfaction they're going to get in the end is even better.
3: And
0: I want to congratulate Aaron and Kyle. On the fact that this is the first episode in a long time where we've actually had to take a second break.
3: Yeah. I'd like to, so, like to, to Recruit from this, this bullshit finish this, of this. I have to game. This. <laughs> all right. Put your shirt just want to. Not a for you. Everything was really see. good. I, I, this I just want to like, say, hold on. Kyle's card wrapped up 10 minutes ago. Through the entire 10 minute argument you two have had, Nate and I have just stood here looking at each other like this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure, like deer in headlights.
4: I, the finish, like, the finish of this non-existent fake. pay you leave the people of Finland feel alone so much?
0: And it's actually, it's actually, it's actually been more interesting than anything any wrestling has done <laughs> right. in five years <laughs> to Look, ten I, years. I'm gonna
1: put so. this out. Congratulations, there for the Army! For the, I'm gonna put this out there for the fans. You let us know. Tell us what you think. Oh, they'll <laughs> let you know. Fucking bring it on. <laughs> your pay-per-view finish sucks. <laughs> hey, hey, it's about making right. money. It's about drawing fucking to the All next
0: right. night. Are we, we are going to take a break. break, and when we come it, back, we are a a going deck, to <laughs> <The> I love <laughs> you your
4: pay-per-view. It's a dick.
0: Our, Archie, Archie and I, after we come back, at least get, each get 15 minutes for our card. Right. And uh, we I'm will sure be they're right fantastic.
4: They gotta the be better than what we just heard from the
0: late '90s cards, '97, '98. We'll be right back on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs>
0: All right, everyone, welcome back to the We Can't Wrestle podcast. The Dream card edition number two and my right, not so, my not cars. so my not so convivial co hosts at this point, Aaron and Kyle, who I think Kyle is driving to Aaron's house right now to have yes. a a, a, a walking brawl, like a Jeff Jarrett style walking brawl. I'm
1: asking you to please sit back down, and put your shirt back on. We're not we're not gonna fight. And, <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> did you when did you just... pier- Aaron, when did you pierce your nipples?
0: Everyone's covered in barbecue sauce and beer for some reason.
2: <laughs> like
4: I'm not sauce. too worried about our I'm not too worried about our fight, Kyle, because nobody'll win at the end, so <laughs> <That's funny.
1: laughs> I'm, I'm just sorry that you guys that certain people expect things to be fucking handed to them. You expect a good fucking ending? You get that <laughs> <end>. everything <laughs>
0: fucking. Ends. Sometimes I, Kyle sounds like Vince McMahon right now. You, Take what I give you, motherfucker. Such
1: good sometimes shit. Don't fucking end the way you want him to. You, you sound you, you sound like a you sound, Kyle,
4: you sound like an 80-year-old man whose brain looks like <laughs> a fucking
1: Angel Food cake
4: left in the rain. So ring. he's Vince
1: McMahon. So <laughs> guess who's a billionaire, pal? <laughs> now,
3: Nate, I have a question. Yes. off topic. When we take our breaks, what's playing in between to when we come back?
0: It's usually music and or Nick Aldis or Brian so Pellin Jr. or Jerry Lawler
3: talking it's, about it's our. It's not show. like an ad for like Big Lots or Walmart. No, oh, no. Okay. I thought <laughs> that would be great marketing. <laughs> be so, <laughs>
0: so now we are we are heading into the Attitude Era, kind of with me and Archie's cards. Mm-hmm. Archie's going first. He got nineteen and ninety eight. Yes, and Archie, give us that ultimate card from nineteen
3: ninety eight. The night was sultry. The night was sultry, my friends. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I chose to open up my card um, kind of the way WCW used to open up their cards with a a cruiserweight light heavyweight battle. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um, I did my research while looking up, you know, the wrestlers in nineteen ninety eight with PWI 500, and welcome back and watching old matches. I'm calling this the Battle of the Michinoku Drivers, because it's Taka Michinoku versus Juventud Guerrera. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, Only
4: one of those guys ever worked for the WWE.
2: I'm, <laughs> begging,
1: I'm begging you, Aaron, come up with some new fucking <laughs> material. <man. laughs> I'm begging
2: you, Kyle, come it's up a, with a it's a fucking, it's a fucking
3: <laughs> antique. Careful with it. So, um, I I, I, I want to give them 15 minutes so they can go back and forth like with it, the high-flying high flying, <laughs> high flying mad technician style For that sure. they do. Um, and I, I want to put Whovie over because at this time, Whovie was kind of getting the shaft in WCW.
0: Well, that, and he had not yet been... Juventud Guerrera got ruined by Vince Russo. Yes. Juventud yeah. uh, Guerrera, to me didn't work as a heel and, and, and I, I'm, I'm as I always do here, I'm taking us off course, but I'm trying to put things into context. Right. Um, as, as a Lucha fan, who is so much better as a masked or even unmasked, just a pretty boy, baby face. Right. Ooh, and ooh, when ooh, they slapped that juice thing on yeah, him ooh, and everything, did, it just, ooh, ooh, ooh,
4: didn't work as a heel because
3: Ubi he couldn't speak English. And he also smiled wherever he went. He had a shit eating grin on his face. How do you make that a heel? Mm-hmm. And, and, you
2: know? and,
3: and and and
4: I'm not knocking over to Guerrera. He's not my favorite luchador or whatever. But the reason it didn't work is the guy couldn't convey himself properly right. on television. And and I know now I know now everything streams and it's just that and everything. But at this time there was American wrestling, and there was Mexican wrestling, and there was Japanese wrestling. Right, and Ubi couldn't. Express he,
2: knew he knew three words himself.
3: He knew three words: Ubi, Juice, and I. I think he would say Arriba every now and yeah. then. You know <laughs> what I mean? So. But
0: overall, the match itself is a great opener to a show. Yeah, yeah. you get the crowd, you get the crowd up off their ass, um, right? And these two would have definitely lit it up.
3: Oh, without a doubt without a doubt. Kyle, what do you think? And he said Ubi goes over? <laughs> yeah, Ubi has to go over here, only because at this point in time, they didn't know what to do with Taka Michinoku in WWE, WWF, and Ubi needed uh, some, you know, it wouldn't have hurt Taka because they didn't know where he was going. It was, he, And he I was really like Taka.
1: I you like know. Taka, too, but the problem yeah. is like with Taka. And, and, and,
4: like, and, I, and I, might, I, I might be wrong, and Nate, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Taka like, the first like WWF guy to actually get like a guaranteed contract? Um, over, I think so. Yes. That was the
0: rumor, anyway. The, the funny thing about it was... Because it was supposed to be Sasuke. Yeah, he got the guaranteed contract that Sasuke was supposed to get because right. Sasuke came in they were high, Vince was high, or somebody was high on Sasuke and sold him to Vince. And Sasuke, yeah, Sasuke turned out to be a pain in the ass. Right. And Vince saw Taka work. And and, and, and and Taka might be one of the first guys ever also that Vince watched that was so small but impressed by. Right. So, yeah, Taka, Taka was the first guy for WWF to get a guaranteed deal.
3: Right, including
0: main eventers. I, you think,
1: know. I think between Taka and, and Hoobie, the, the if you're looking at this from a strictly sports contest look, it, it, Hoobie's definitely going to take it because Taka really didn't have good opponents in the WWF. Right. Hoobie is facing the best of the best in WCW. Right, tonight. exactly.
4: Now the thing that Taka has going for him,
1: though... I swear is... to Christ, if you say a finish, I'm
4: no, no. The the greatest thing Taka has going for him, though, is the greatest title to one of our podcasts ever. Yeah,
0: Taka motherfucker. Taka
4: motherfucker. <laughs> I'll let Nate play it for you when we go off here.
3: So from there we go to our first of only two tag team matches on the card, and I wanted to, much like Kyle, I wanted to highlight the Dudley Boys and the Hardys because, in my opinion. Those two guys, those two teams, along with Edge and Christian, reinvented tag team wrestling. Yes, it didn't have to be a TLC match if they had a straight up tag team yeah, contest. It, yeah, and great. you're and you're doing ninety eight, right? Yeah. So, so this
4: isn't even the the that nah, I sound like Bubba right, right here, right? <laughs> right. It, this is ninety eight Deadly Voice. so they would be coming out there being fucking Badasses. super heel. Oh yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah! Your mama sucked my dick by the dumpster. That was yeah. the Dudleys at that time,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, oh, you got a woman in the front row taught her daughter how to suck dick for crack. <laughs> <laughs> really,
2: Bubba, Bubba sucked didn't,
4: my dick by Bubba, the dumpster. Yeah, during that time, <laughs> not but, even behind it.
0: No, by it. <laughs> during that time, Bubba didn't even <laughs> Bubba didn't take the gloves off. He left them at the hotel. Right. Like, it was
4: right. <laughs> like behind the dumpster is one thing, but just right, next to it, you it you like you're not even trying thing.
3: to hide it. She's a yeah. hoe and an exhibitionist. Yeah, she's just out there. Now, believe it or not, after a hard-hitting match, I would put the Hardys over, only because I think Matt and Jeff needed it more. Yeah, going forward, yeah. I think that that you know there was still. <laughs> Time for Jeff to, you know, become a singles, and Matt to do what he was doing with V1. Um, I, I have to put the Hardys over. I gave them twelve minutes though, because I think that's a good enough time for them to put on a their their classic match. You know, and the me? Dudleys
0: can get some good heat.
3: Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Couple good finishes so far. Um, <laughs> again, I mentioned when Aaron mentioned his card. I had HBK versus Macho Man on my card as well. I have them at number three actually, though, because in 98, Macho was kind of in the NWO, but he was kind of not, and he was, you know, doing the, you know, not really with Hogan, but he, you know, he was. And HBK, you know, again, DX was at its height, Mm -hmm. but HBK wasn't there anymore. Right. You know what I mean? He was kind of on the out, so... I just, it's the match we never got to see and
0: it's it, it would be it, it, and in and putting into context with this year it would be a fitting farewell for Sean right at the time right. and um savage I mean let's be honest guys just, and this is this might be why he's my great my favorite wrestler of all time can you ever and I'm not talking about the storylines that he was given that sometimes made his character wishy-washy, especially in WCW when they when they would flip-flop people with the NWO and stuff. Right. Can you really ever... Is Randy Savage a guy where you can really ever say there was ever a bad point in his career? No. No, but... but
4: And, and there isn't. And But what I was going to say was, like, after 97... Randy Savage has a weird fucking career. Right. It's really exactly. fucking weird. Like, it's played by Hogan. He's in there, but he's not. Whatever. And then there'd be times where he, like, in WCW, where he was there, and then he would just fucking disappear, right? And not and be around. Himself. And, 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 himself. And, and, and not even like event Like he'd just be there, and then he'd be gone he right. wouldn't see him forever. And then he'd show up for a couple things. And then he was just fucking gone. Like, after 97, Randy didn't. I mean, he had he his shit, shit in 99 where he was feeling like Kevin Nash and everything. Right. But it was
3: just, like, after 97, Randy had a weird fucking career. Right. right. And Sean did, too, kind of. So it's it, that's why I put them as the third match. I gave him 25 minutes to kind of bring the house down as only the two of them can. Right. But I kind of, I, I ended it with, because of everything that was going on with Savage, Hulk Hogan comes out and causes a distraction, which leads to an HBK win. You know, Hogan's there like, like you know, Savage Just that. You, you're not in the NWO. You're crazy. You're this. Savage turns back around right into a sweet chin music pin. Match over.
0: Well, and a, a shady finish for this match would have been good on either way because at this time, you've right. essentially booked a heel-heel match. Right, right. So um, either one of them, you know, it, uh, Savage calls on Hogan or – or or, and right. like you said, at this point, Hogan kind of fucks Savage. Right. But where Sean calls on Hunter or what have you. Right. so you yeah. Vince
3: could even get involved, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I like Hogan getting involved here because it leads – an, a door for Hogan and Savage to now continue their feud. And like you said, it's the proper sendoff for HBK. Or and, it like... has a,
4: and it has a finish.
1: But it, right. but but I like the fact that Archie's planning for the future. Kind of like what, right. you know, how <laughs> You should
3: have the... done with your you pay-per-view. You now let's next go on. View? What's your next match, Archie? Well, <laughs> and I, I, I mentioned this with yours and Aaron's card. And by this point, it's been four good matches. So we want to bring the crowd down a little bit. So I went with a women's match. And in 1998, okay. the only two women that I could find on a roster that actually knew how to wrestle somewhat <laughs> was Sable and Luna Vashon. And they were also now, feuding at this point.
0: Now, here's the only. Here's
3: the only. Um, there was a good. Uh, uh,
4: there's a. There was a couple of good female wrestlers on some rosters.
3: Yeah, but no one that could have actually that would have been wrestling in my I looked at the rosters and it was like okay, I could take Medusa from WCW, but she wasn't really wrestling yet that much. It you was Jackie. I mean? It was Jackie, but you know, I I, yeah. I just I wanted honestly, to see what was going on.
1: Look, if you're going to sell, if you want to sell a pay-per-view, fucking sable or fucking right. jackie I'm in sorry, 98 sable's yeah. gonna fucking sell the baby. oh and
3: sable's a heel at this moment she's telling them you know for the men that want to want to meet me and the girls that want to be me so you know but i made all it a of five America minute, was like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i made this a five minute throwaway match uh, only because I let, I let jackie beat me just saying <laughs> Maybe nineties, Jackie. Nowadays, Jackie, not so much. <laughs> Sable's
4: ninety or Sable's Sable. Now, no, no,
3: no. no. Uh, five minute throwaway match. Um, Sable gets the win with the Sable bomb. Does her no. little gyration. Walks to the back. No Luna, wonder. You know.
1: No wonder Brock Lesnar seems like
3: an asshole. If I had to be married to fucking that, <laughs> right? I'd right? You, you had to be miserable be, too. If you had to be married
0: to leather ass, you'd be miserable too,
3: right? She's constantly walking around the house. You know, Mark Merrow didn't treat me like this. Bitch, you left Mark Merrow.
0: <laughs> Mark Merrow also didn't have
4: money.
1: Right. <laughs> Brock, I thought you said you were going to fix the sink last week.
4: God damn it, I'm going out to the field. You're like Mark Merrow also didn't have unlimited Jimmy John sandwiches, bitch.
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we have- at
2: least you Look don't have the
3: wanted. At least Look you don't have the shorts.
4: Make- at least you don't have to make dinner.
1: <laughs>
0: Jimmy John's. <laughs> so now become,
1: I'm so sick and tired of Paul being
3: over here all the right. fucking time. Yeah. Our fucking Jimmy John's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Paul's at the dining room table eating going, what? Mm. I <laughs> love yes, Jimmy.
1: You know he's gonna get double the meat. God,
0: <laughs> the pastrami is amazing,
3: and this pastrami is extraordinary. So now,
2: <laughs> we go to our
3: fifth match, and this is why. <laughs> this is why I, I booked that throwaway match, because our fifth match is going to see Jushin Thunder Liger.
4: This is a no. November to remember, and a hoagie you're never going to forget.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> check, please.
4: <Jeff>. <laughs> Paul Heyman has never said check,
2: please. <laughs> <laughs> <in his> <laughs> Ladies
1: and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I'm an advocate for hoagies
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's never seen it. He's never seen Jack <laughs> oh my god, my head hurts.
3: <laughs> he's
0: seen oh plenty no. of them. He's seen plenty of them bounce, but he's never asked
2: for one. <laughs> all right. That's no,
0: the that's Heyman. Way. That's the Heyman hustle right there.
3: That's and that's God bless the, him. That's what the ECW wrestlers were saying to Paul all those years. <laughs> Check, please.
2: please, please. <laughs>
3: Please. Hands out!
2: Sorry, Erky, your shit's not Jesus.
3: on the trail. Sorry, It's okay. It's okay.
0: I just busted so, a gusher for you
2: tonight. Check, please. <laughs> Jesus.
3: So our fifth match, because of that horrible women's match, throwaway match, is and Thunder Liger. Oh, he has Chris, never thrown anything away. <laughs> battling Chris Jericho wow.
2: and Chris Benoit
3: in a triple threat match. Very nice. Who wins? And that I'm way? well. I'm giving them twenty five minutes to do whatever the hell they want. As well, you should. In fact, as as Kyle said, go out there and make me money. That's all they yes. they have they can do. Um, and I I see I see Benoit going over. I see Benoit hitting the. I see Liger hitting the Liger bomb, mm-hmm. and then Benoit hits the. Diving headbutt on Liger, but pins Jericho.
1: Yeah, okay. I definitely, I definitely see it being a uh, whoever wins has to steal this one.
3: Right, right. Okay. There's no openings in this match. You mm-hmm. only have an opening. Well, like Benoit ending. didn't really win it. Liger, did? But Benoit stole it. Right, right. And at this time, Benoit and then you could, the heel, you could, so it you, works you could,
4: you could build into that to the next <laughs> right. pay per right. view, having Liger versus, versus Benoit. Benoit.
3: Right, exactly. Exactly. Well, where there's a finish, change. where there's a finish that builds into the next pay per view. Now, I talked about the NWO and DX earlier because we had Michaels versus Savage, mm-hmm. but Savage was on the outs with the NWO at this point, and so was Michaels with the with the X. We have a classic DX versus NWO match. The Outsiders are taking on the New Age Outlaws. Okay. And that um, would be
0: that would be a fun lead up promo deal.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like
0: that. that, You know, we've talked about that with the other cards, too. Like you hit a match where you're like, you know, the match may or may not be decent. You know, it'd be all right. But the lead up to it, like the mic work and everything would be. Like Kevin Nash. Oh, he buries both of them with the. mic,
4: Like like, Kevin, like 1998, Kevin Nash. Mm -hmm. In oh, yeah. oh, 1998, Road dog going back and forth, would be fucking fantastic. Because
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, neither have- one of those
1: guys gave a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could have, you could have Kevin Nash <laughs> being like, hey, you know what? You and Billy Gunn are nothing more. Than fucking replacements, right? Keep replacements exactly. for better replace,
0: better replacement than the original big slacker. You know, you yeah. mean you could you could just do some great promos, right? There.
3: Exactly, that's what I'm I'm leaning on. But other
0: than other than Billy Gunn, I'm sorry, just Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn is that that You're guy like, that yells like, like at be me. Like, oh,
4: you didn't know. No. You better call somebody, and then Kevin Nash will be like, oh, you didn't know? You better call a nobody, Billy Gunn. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you, you know, can't because right you didn't phone, Bill. Right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Last night on AEW, FTR was cutting a heel promo, and they look at Billy Gunn, and they're like, Billy, you're a legend. And just because you're in a second-rate Hall of Fame doesn't mean that you should try to jump in this ring and try to help us help your bastard son get over <laughs> And all I kept thinking was, "Wow, wow, Billy Gunn just ate shit." <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "You know, yeah,
4: Billy Gunn ate shit of his own fucking Hall right. of induction." Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoever thought that?
3: When I When Triple
4: H, H is me. like, "We're gonna bite your piss ant company in a couple years from now." Right?
2: <laughs> yep.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay. I, and I know Archie's talking about. No, Nate. I, 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 did you forget I, about I that,
3: Nate?
0: For, you, no, know, so you reminded me, yes.
4: And see so. and see I, I don't want to keep interrupting Archie's. No, sure, fine. But that's the thing sometimes it's like with what people say about Vince and the WWE and the WWE yep. like the shit that they think's funny and the shit they make fun of or whatever. They're the big dog in the pond and a lot of the shit they say about the lesser shit is actually pretty funny. Like, yep. like you know what I mean. Like Vince, sometimes when he makes fun of people, it's pretty goddamn funny. Oh yeah, and 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 people be like, oh Vince's a dick, and ho ho ho. It's like, no, but he says.
3: Never mind. So I, I don't want to. I want to get too. I booked this match in the though as a clusterfuck. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and it and it should be. I mean, it, it should be
0: considering, I like I said, like I said earlier, considering that it's during the Attitude Era,
3: right.
2: This
4: match, This match, the Outlaws versus the Outsiders, this shouldn't be more than eight minutes. Uh, I, I gave it six minutes
3: before it gets okay. torn and apart. Let, and
1: let's face it, they're more worried about what's going to happen outside the ring. Than well,
3: what that's what exactly. Mm-hmm. So I have Vincent sneaking down to the ring, pulling Billy Gunn's leg. China comes up from behind and low blows him. But then Big Scott Norton comes up behind her and they go face to face which leads to Triple H and X-Pac coming out. They take out Norton, but then X-Pac slides into the ring and is in the middle of the Outlaws and the Guns. So now it's okay. whose side is he on? Uh, the Outlaws and the, and the Outsiders. Whose side is X-Pac on? Right. And X-Pac turns and low blows Kevin Nash. Referee calls for the bell and the match is declared a no contest.
0: Which is fitting for these two acts.
3: right? <laughs> and when Scott
4: Norton and China have their face-off, Jim Ross can go, oh, my God, there's a dick-swinging situation going on. There. Exactly. Exactly.
3: I'm um, sorry, seventh match. And I gave this match 20 minutes. Based I want to say this, this though. I
4: want to say this real quick.
3: I yes, love sir. the fact that
4: Scott Norton was involved in that match. Well, yeah, I didn't that want that dude like that dude is like, a, dude is like an under un, like an under undercover yeah. favorite of mine.
3: I love Scott. Norton. Well, NWO. my my exact writing was the NWO B team because it was Vincent Norton Bagwell Stevie Ray. You know what I mean? It was nobody mm-hmm. big in the NWO getting involved. You know, I'm a Scott Norton Mark though, man. I like it Scott Norton. And I like when he first debuted.
0: It's perfect '98 booking because you got kind of a stooge involved. Right. And,
3: yeah. Right. Shane, match number seven, Shane Douglas versus his friend and the man that he trained with, McFoley. Now, is it, let me ask this,
4: and I'm not trying to like. No, 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 go ahead. Whatever. Is it McFoley? Yes. So it's a straight McFoley. Right. It's not but like Like you, when you
3: said Mick Foley, I meant like he's not like. No, he's not cactus. doing the he's character, not, and no. it's just it's the way Shane I'm Douglas putting, versus right. Mick. Foley. The way I'm putting this feud together is, as Mick Foley, as Cactus Jack or mankind, or you know, is cutting a promo, Shane comes out, and talks about the last match Mick, that Mick Foley had in ECW, which was against Shane Douglas. Shane handcuffed Foley and bashed him with a chair till he was bloody and let him leave the ECW arena bloody. So Shane is harping on that, that he was the reason Foley left ECW. And he says, the reason I'm here, though, is not to fight Cactus Jack, not to fight Love, not to fight Mankind. I'm here to fight Mick Foley and finally get you at your best. Yeah. And I let them have a twenty-minute classic with Mick Foley finally picking up the win against Shane Douglas after a double-arm DDT. There's no, there's no chairs. This is not a hardcore match. This is actually a wrestling match, which is weird for Mick Foley, obviously. But it's Shane getting the best out of Foley,
0: and it's not. It's not it. It, okay. it, it wouldn't be okay for the character of Foley for the. During the show, while people are watching it, for Foley, I I like the way you did this, Archie, because for for Foley and his character on TV, it would be quote-unquote weird. However, what you've done, because it isn't weird, because every great, even brawler, we've talked about it before with New Jack or Bruiser Brody or, or Foley, at the heart of even being a brawler, you have to be a wrestler first. Right. See, you,
4: you know what I would do with this? Go ahead. I would do it where Shane shows up in the WWF, all right, And he's like needling McFoley, right? Right. Uh, needling him, needling him. I was your last match in ECW, this, that, and the other thing. Right. And, and Shane's cutting these promos. And Nate, I know you're not like a huge Shane Douglas fan or whatever, but you can't knock the fact that Shane it. Douglas cut a it. promo. Yeah. yeah. But let Shane needle at it. And at first, when he's needling at it, mankind comes out. Right. And Shane Douglas is cutting this promo. Right. And then right. he just goes, nope, and slams the mic down and walks right. away. And right. mankind comes out. Then the next week, let him come out and just needle away at Foley again. Needle, 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 needle. Right. And then fucking Dude Love comes out. And Shane goes, nope. Slams the mic down. Next week, needles, 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 needles away at fucking McFoley. Foley. Then guess who else comes out? Man, Dude I mean, Love.
3: Man. And Shane's yeah, like,
4: nope. Slams the mic down. And then but the last fucking
3: out.
2: week. No, the so last fucking week. A, he's see, needle in the
3: wait. I'm going and... to cut you off for a second. When he comes out with that last incarnation, because he's been Cactus Jack, dude, love. Now he's mankind. I want Shane Douglas to go to the heart of Foley and say, "I don't want one of your freaky characters. I want the guy that Dominic Dinucci trained." That's what I'm saying.
4: That's what I'm saying. Then like like he now he's needle. At finally, go. That's what I'm saying. Like he needled. Right. He needled and needled and needled, and fully came out as Mick, or not as Mick, he came out as Mankind, came out as Cactus, and he came out as Dude Love. You got to do it in that order. You got to do it where Shane just showed up in the WWF. So Mick comes out as the guy that he started in the WWF as. Right. And then Shane needles him again. He comes out as Cactus Jack. Which is right. the the whatever hardcore feud?
3: Right, Shane beat yeah. Cactus, and then right. he
4: comes out as Dude Love, which is the Super WWF one. And right. Shane's like, "No, I want absolutely nothing to do with that." Right. Slams it down, and needles him. The next week, that's the fourth week. Now you've built this page. you've built this feud for three weeks. Right now, you give him the fourth one, and he comes out as Mick, and right. let Shane go. This is the one that I wanted. Right. And when he well, makes still, Dominic, still know I'm better snap. than you, right. and then let Mick fucking pop off him. Oh, you know that, what I
3: mean? well, that's, well, that's what I, I want. I want the thing that sets Mick Foley off is when Shane tells him, "You're not the guy Dominic Danuch because that was their trainer. You're not the guy Dominic trained. You're a puppet. You're a you're a you're a yeah, clown. You're a, you a you goddamn know. Muppet. He's not right. even a puppet. You're a muppet. Right. You're what Vince McMahon made you, and then that's when Mick finally hauls off and punches him. Yeah. Mick goes over after their twenty minute battle. Again, no chairs, no nothing. You know, but they they both tear into each other. They're both a bloody mess, and Mick gets to win. Shane stands up, shakes his hand. They hug, and they both walk off because in that kind of a feud, I wanted to end as a. This is what Shane wanted, to bring the best of Foley out. Not, you know, he wasn't being an antagonist. He was being a uh, a helper of sorts.
0: Now, I want to say one thing. Yes. We, we talked about the buildup to the match. And I love it. But there's Definitely. a line that I would, I would want to throw in. Mm-hmm. And maybe me, because I want to burn on Shane Douglas a little bit. But I would love it because this is 98. Right. You know, because Shane Douglas, I mean, you talk about Shane Douglas from 91 until, I mean, probably 90, eh, 95 when he was in the WWF. He was in pretty good shape.
3: Yeah.
0: So one of the best things would be Jeff Foley, who has never had a great physique. Right. Come out. During his first interaction, maybe even as mankind, because mankind can get away with a little bit of comedy, right? Come out and say, you know, he comes out to face Shane Douglas, and the first words out of, her mouth, out of his mouth is, "Well, Shane, you let yourself go. You got fat." You got <laughs> yeah, fat, right. <laughs> because by that time, Shane you let was yourself go, and then that's what makes, like,
3: like Aaron said, that's when Shane goes, nope, he throws the mic down, and walks away. Yeah, <laughs>
4: the the. If you want to have him speak, that's fine. But my thing was like I wouldn't even let Foley speak. Right. Like right. I wouldn't even Maybe let Shane of it, I wouldn't even like until he came out as Mick Foley, I wouldn't even have Shane allow right. the character to speak. Like right. I said, or, like, the minute it would be like Dan and Foley got in and, and mankind got in the ring, Shane would just be like and bounce.
2: Right. and we it move, be like
3: that with all of it. We moved to our eighth match and I wanted again to to dip back into ECW with some history there. Um so I have Taz versus Dean Malenko. it! Yeah. <laughs> in honor <Hey>. of Puppet. <laughs> in honor of Puppet, yes. Uh, these two fought twice for the World Television title in the past, but Taz was known as the Tasmaniac. And I I wanna see a I wanna see a, a Matt Classic between the two of them. Fifteen sure. minutes of technical wrestling classic. Um and I see Malenko strapping on the Texas Cloverleaf. And Taz not tapping. Mm-hmm. Taz passes out and Malenko wins by his opponent going unconscious because I can't see Taz tapping out.
0: No, no, especially, especially at this time. I mean, he was such a strong, strong character at this time.
3: Right. You know, so I I see them just, I have, I see it as a great match, but there's more to build on with Taz coming out and going, Dean, you didn't tap me. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't, you didn't put me away, Dean. I, I just couldn't handle it anymore, but I can handle it next time. And you could even build on them having a, an ultimate submission match, or a, a you know any kind of submission rules matchup from there going forward. Um, you know, I just liked I like their dynamic when they were in ECW. I think they'd match well now in '98 as well.
0: For sure, yeah. Kyle, uh, many thoughts on that?
1: I I think that if you're gonna do that, I would almost go with like a time limit. That could work too, yeah. Because ha- have have Dimelenco have uh, Taz in the cloverleaf, and the time runs out before. Yeah, he- that's yeah.
3: I like that, so that too. way.
1: That way, coming into the next one, if it's an ultimate submission match, you know, like, well, you know, because if you don't have Taz tap, then it's like, well, fucking Taz is already tough, and he's not going to tap out the clover right. anyway. So, right. At least this way, it's like you make it look like Dimelenco fucking had him.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, but his time expired. Yeah, I like that too. I like that too. That works either way. I, like I said, it does. It doesn't hurt Taz by him either passing out or the time limit expiring. It puts Malenko over as being a tough son of a bitch to hang in there with Taz. I like the yeah. fact. I like the Kyle fact with that another man your, finished. Good job, I like the fact
1: that I I like the fact that you're building to your next show, which is yeah. what pro wrestling should do.
3: Well, my next match isn't really so much to build to the next show as much as it's just two hard son-of-a-bitches I've always wanted to see fight. And my ninth match before the main event in a 10-minute brawl is Masahiro Chono versus Ken Shamrock. Ooh. Ooh.
4: Yeah, <laughs> Jesus is, Christ. Stiff... That's super <laughs> random.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But this is a stiff fight. It's not a... Fucking stiff! It's, ain't the word for it. Yeah, no. Is this is two guys trading shots fucking, every time? You know, angle uh, Shamrock tries to go for a submission. The guy showing no dick and Viagra ain't going be more stiff than this. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I give them I give him ten minutes though in this brawl, and they'll fucking kill each other
1: before ten minutes. Is over. Oh yeah,
3: but I see Shamrock going to shoot in to try to get a leg. Chono lifts his leg and hits him with that Yakuza kick, knocks mm-hmm. him the fuck out, yep. pins him and match over. That was the only way I could see Ken actually losing in this is by a mistake. You know, he's relying on his ground and pound while Chono wants to stand and beat the shit out of him.
4: Right. So. I'm going to say this. I was expecting a lot of stuff.
3: <laughs> I was not
4: expecting Masahiro Chono versus right. Ken Shamrock. Right.
3: <laughs> oh, you're you're gonna you're not gonna be expecting my main event. Is um, it Yuji versus <laughs> Yes. yes <laughs> no, no. But you're close. Um, as you've noticed, I did not have Undertaker on my card.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I did not have Steve Austin on my card or Hulk Hogan, and this was <laughs> not because I don't like those gentlemen. It's not because I don't think they would have been a good card. I was more going for a pure athleticism and, and downright around-the-world type of matches. But this one was mainly because of 98, these were my two favorite guys, and I, I always wanted to see them fight. My main event for the evening, gentlemen, is Owen Hart versus Rob Van Dam. Ooh. Ooh. Wowie, <laughs> Owen, no breath. No bulldog, no anvil. He was probably with the nation or, you know, floating around somewhere. Yeah. And Rob was still trying to make ECW a thing and, and be there for the company, but also jumping back and forth to Raw. So I see this feud starting off that Van Dam jumps to Raw one week. He has a great match with a Jeff Hardy. Owen comes out and says, you don't belong here. This is my company. Go back to your bingo hall. Feud started.
0: Rob says, go back to your dungeon.
3: Right. (laughs) Exactly. The next week, during an Owen match, Rob comes out. They have words again. Owen says, you don't belong here. You don't have any friends. Rob looks at Owen and says, neither do you. Your family all went south. Their match, gentlemen, I would give these guys 30 to 45 minutes to do everything in the book. Mm-hmm. Because just like with Liger and Benoit and Jericho, these are two men you say go out there and have a great match, and they will do it. I I want to say that I see Benoit making, um, ben, not Benoit, excuse me, Benoit on the brain. I see Rob Van Dam making a mistake. Goes for the shooting star press. The, you know, that that split legged moonsault move. Owen right. moves. Owen goes for the, the sharpshooter. Van Dam pushes him off, but Van Dam is still hurt, groggy. Owen mounts the top rope, hits that missile dropkick Owen was known for. One, two, three, four. Match over. Owen Hart goes over Rob Van Dam.
0: And putting Owen over is never a bad idea. Nope. And that would be a fantastic match that I don't believe ever happened. Nope, neither do I. Um, so, you know what, Archie? I give your fucking card a 9.5 out of 10, especially... Thank you. Especially for the Attitude Era. That, you know, that's a, that's a damn fine card.
3: Like I said the the research that I did and I looked I, you know I just didn't want it to be oh yeah it's got to be Hogan it's got to be this guy it's got it doesn't have to be because there were great matches going on that year that didn't include an Austin or a Hogan
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know what I mean yeah um, oh,
0: yeah so
3: many any or many of it event had a finish and that yeah. was super
1: awesome had a finish
0: <laughs> so Archie just <laughs> gave Kyle, us are a you a, getting salty
1: Kyle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you're getting salty, I think think it's wonderful that you expect the fucking best of everything, and that you (laughs) want to be fucking handed these fucking feel good moments, and that you expect the fucking world to treat you like a fucking king. I think that's wonderful. You know,
3: uh, I'll sit here in the real world and realize. No, I will defend something though here, Kyle. Yes, you booked in 2003. At that time, no one was expecting a participation medal or a feel good moment. (laughs) It was a different world. And so.
1: hey, if you want to talk about realism, sometimes <laughs> matches don't fucking end with a finish. That's just the way it oh. is.
0: <laughs> Aaron just you busted a grumpy on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. So Archie just gave us a nine point <laughs> five out of ten. I'm going to give you my now after listening to Archie's card, my six out of ten. Thanks, no. So no. I got 1997, which is my favorite year in pro wrestling, and my I am favorite year. I am by far the least long-winded of this group. Nudge, 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 wink, wink. Say no more. Yeah, say no that's more. Why I'm, I'm, the, quiet. I'm the I'm the least
4: long-winded person on the entire Fuck. program. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I say my point and then I get
0: out. And then you say your point again.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on. Hold and it's not My listens, fault that nobody hold on. listens. Nobody on.
3: listens. You continue to repeat your point. Hold, hold on. Who just argued with Kyle for ten minutes? The ghost in your paranormal activities? That you yeah, have going
2: on?
3: that's right. not my fault. Right, it's not yeah, my, fault. Right. Right. It's not okay, my fault that okay, nobody Snitsky. listens. All right, Sniskey.
0: I have twenty minutes
3: <laughs>
0: by my you, own.
3: You take your own. You take as long as you need. By my
0: own uh, time limit here I have 20 minutes to cover my card This is 97 I didn't know exactly where to land the card So I kind of hit mid 97 Just okay, But To open the show For me a good wrestling show Opens with a hot match And I love tag team wrestling So I opened up the show With a tag team match And I've got Rob Van Dam and S- Rob Van Dan, yeah, it's a different character. <laughs> Rob Van Dam and Sabu from ECW, hooking it up with Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio from WCW. Ooh, I like it. Um, <clears throat> wow! At this time, all four of these guys were literally at the top of their game. Yep. Um, Eddie in '97. Eddie had better years than '97, but I don't know that he was ever in better ring condition than in '97. Um, I mean, he was fucking ripped in '97.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and Ray was revolutionizing wrestling in '97. Oh, yeah. RVD and Sabu, once again, also revolutionizing shit in '97. Best tag
3: team of that year, I think.
0: For sure. And, and, <clears throat> the this match i and and much like most of us have said during our opening match, you know you're gonna give it you're gonna give it at least fifteen to seventeen minutes oh yeah, um and I give Eddie and Ray the win um probably some sort of failed tail- table spot or something by r v d and sabu more than likely that that turns the tables excuse the pun on them and uh and Ray Ray gets the 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 win the the, the pin on Sabu, um, but I think that would be a fantastic match to open the show, get oh, the crowd definitely. hyped. And uh, I don't know, you guys' thoughts?
1: If if um, it, go future, ahead. if it was me, what I would do is I would have. Again, I'm always thinking towards the future, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I would have you know. RVD be like, look, Sabu, like you don't fucking need the tables. Like, let's just fucking do the, you know, right. They have right. Sabu be like, no, nah, you know, and have that be what costs the match. Where RBD's right. like, goddamn it, I told you, you know. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then they can go back to their promotion and and continue their dissension. I like it. The second match on my show is, uh, we're going to, you know, of course, it, it, the flow of a show. We're going to bring it down a little, uh, not down, but we're going to we're going to slow the pace a little with a technical match, and I have, I mean, your swarmy technical heel Owen Hart against Just your here. against your technical babyface. Dean Malenko. Ooh, ooh. Um, I like I, it. I got Owen and Dean, and you know, I mean, in this time frame, I think, I think actually, I, I, I guess I take back what I was thinking when I was writing this. I guess the, the, the Jericho, the Jericho Malenko feud was more a '98 feud. I think it started in '97 and bled into '98. Right. But you could have the same dynamic with Owen and Dean that you had with Jericho and Dean. Because, you know, Owen Owen is the most versatile performer other than Bobby Heenan in wrestling. You got this, because... you got
4: this guy that's just a just an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, I'm not saying in real life Owen. I'm not saying that. Oh, like no. In real
0: life, he was the, the farthest from an asshole. Yeah, right, but, but right. as
4: a character, as a character on TV, Owen Hart is an asshole. And... Dean Malenko is a good dude, and fucking let Owen just rip him up for like two months, and then fucking Dean finally.
3: Right, like with the Jericho stack, feud, you know, like with yeah. the Jericho feud, he, can, he finally snaps.
0: And no disrespect to Jericho,
3: it would be better uh, because Owen yes. is better
4: than Jericho.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now I think what I go ahead, Arch.
4: No, go ahead, Nate.
0: I was just going to say what I think as far as the match the match quality goes is. By the way,
4: Chris Jericho would say that Owen Hart is better than Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It would never. This match couldn't be as far as what where its place on the card and what its purpose was. I don't know that you could find two guys at this time that would do a better job.
1: Disco (laughs) Inferno.
0: That's going for that's your next t shirt. That's <laughs> going for out. It out. um, and I put Dean over Cloverleaf clean, you know, because um, like I said, I mean, we, we've if I'm building this, if I've been building this, it's time yeah, no if Owen's being
3: the prick, he's got to lose,
0: yeah, well, and he's got to tap.
3: What I was going to say here was Nate is 97 was the year that Malenko was the number one pick in the PWI 500. Mm-hmm. So that builds the feud too. Owen could be like, "You're not better than me. You're not right. the number one wrestler in the world."
0: Who's your so, dad?
3: Right. Who's your dad? My right. dad's
0: and, Stu Hart. Your dad's right. what? Boris, Boris Malenko? Malenko. Right.
1: <laughs> and then I'm gonna and, kick your knee out from your knee. Right.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna. That could be. That's why that I kick your leg out line. from your leg. That could be a, a Dean line. What are you gonna do, Owen? Kick my leg out from my leg? And, <laughs> and, you know, it leads to a little bit of comedy. And yeah, Dean has to go over because this was when he was getting built up.
2: hmm
3: Owen isn't hurt by a loss here. You know.
0: And I think also, you know, nobody in the nobody in the match suffers from size. Owen's a little thicker than Dean, but he's not much taller. And I don't know, I just like when I when I was thinking of ninety seven, bam, that just like popped. That's the first when you when uh Kyle gave me ninety seven, the first match that came to my mind was I want to see Malenko and Owen Hart. So, I put it on the fucking card.
3: No, I love it. I, lo- I actually love the match. I want to see that.
0: So, now we bring it down. We're going to bring it down a little. We're going to have a big man match. But, in retrospect, it's two of the best big men ever going at it. And be- Vistara and Abdul the Butcher. Uh, that's a slap the titties together match. No, that's not... <laughs>
3: Oh, I thought it was who runs their plate better match, but
0: okay. <laughs> who likes
1: who likes barbecue better? Who likes barbecue the best? <laughs>
3: <laughs> who handles a fork better? Of course it's Abdullah.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> Can you finish your plate in thirty minutes or less?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also in this match I've kind of I've kind of got a dichotomy going because I'm talking about building for the future. And I'm talking about the recent past versus the immediate future. And I'm going to book a show, or I'm going to book a match. on the- <laughs> 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 this, is, this is an audio show, so y'all can't see this. But Aaron is having his Viscera and Abdullah the Butcher uh, figures slap bump uglies there. But
3: Hey, I need that Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
0: to have the giant against Vader and the reason I say that is again past past and present, past and future whatever you want to call it at this time Paul White could still throw a drop kick Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and at this time Leon White could still do a moonsault so at this time I think both guys could have lit it up for a big man match I agree
1: Giant in '97 in was fucking amazing. Like I don't a, think it, it was. Realized. It was an anomaly.
0: He was a yeah. physical fucking anomaly. Yeah.
1: I don't yeah. think people realize how just how good he
3: was. Like no. it, it, it. That dude did a drop kick from the top rope in one match.
0: We're not talking about, folks. We're not talking about the big show that was no. in no. WWE in in 2003 or or whatever. This is right. this is still a young, hungry. Yeah.
1: Slim, yeah, fucking just
3: yeah. He's uh, being billed as seven foot two and five hundred pounds, but he's more like seven foot and three eighty. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean. So,
0: and I just think at this time, because I said, like I said, Vader at this time was still well. He, he hadn't his his health hadn't started to, to deteriorate yet.
3: And Nate, no. if you remember how Vader left WCW, they were building to him going against the Dungeon of Doom. Mm -hmm. So we were supposed to get a Vader versus Giant match. Right. So, yeah, there's payoff there. I still think
0: you have the opportunity for this match at this time. Oh, definitely.
1: And honestly, you know, as much as we like to talk about Andre being, you know, a true giant and stuff, like, uh, unfortunately, most of us, like, when we saw Andre, he was very limited in the ring.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And that's not, not got, discrediting anything no, he ever oh, did. No, not at all.
1: But to see a guy like the Giant, who is as, about as big as what Andre was, but in his prime, it was fucking right. scary. It was like, holy shit, this guy is a fucking giant.
0: Right. And when I, I first, I agree. I first, with when I first mentioned the match, Aaron made a face. So I want to you get know, your thoughts.
1: I, I agree with the match.
4: Okay. As long mm-hmm. as it's like 10 minutes.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't have
4: It better not be no more than 10 minutes. Better have a finish. And it better
0: be fucking <laughs> um, giant chokeslam and Vader. And, no, and, and my finish is Vader goes, Vader does his Vader salt and misses. Right. So nobody looks like shit. Vader does his Vader salt and misses. And then when he gets back up, Giants back up. Giant hits him with a choke slam. We get a pin. And I mean, you could go further with it if you wanted to. But yeah, that was my finish. Giant with the choke slam, especially in 97. Vader is.
4: It's similar and, to like when you brought the match up. It's similar to what popped into my head
2: is the finish.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have had him go for like the, the <coughs> second row of Vader bomb, you know, that he does. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, right. you know it's not a visual thing that we're doing, but he's like, does that? Goes to jump. And as soon as he jumps, like, fucking Paul just puts his arm out and goozles him
2: mm-hmm. and
4: stands up and then fucking chokes Sam. And that'd be cool, too.
0: And at this time, that they could have pulled that would be the best way to fucking do it, huh? Oh, definitely. Yeah. We'll I, mean, I was going to say, at this time, they could have pulled that off. Oh, yeah. They both had the ability to do it. So usual the next um, match. him uh,
3: out of a fucking Vader bomb would look fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but that that ain't getting pulled off. They're going to kill each other if that happens.
0: The next match, we're going fucking crazy, folks. Ooh,
3: fucking crazy!
0: They're going fucking crazy. It's a tag team match. There, so are no there are no rules. First, Disco Inferno. There are no limits. The only way you're going to win this match is by pinfall or submission. The Dudleys, like we talked about, they are just at this point they are assholes. They will say anything. They will do anything. And what better thing to do? For the Dudleys, than to call out these washed up—they ain't hardcore no more. Bushwhackers, <laughs> public enemy. No, they didn't
3: call out the public enemy.
0: Yeah, they were never hardcore. They were fucking shit. Terry Funk and Mick Foley. Oh, so we got oh, the Dudleys shit. against Funk and Foley oh, in a man. Funkin' in a Funkin' yeah in a Funkin'. Funkin' and wow. hardcore tag team match, no tags, no I, rules.
3: I get the feeling that the the, the Dudleys are going to push Foley and Funk off a cliff with in the garbage can, like the Outlaws did. <laughs> but off a cliff, not off the edge. It's just
0: right now the somebody <laughs> might actually die. Now, what <laughs> what I'm what I'm going to say is this is and, and again in, in these cards I guess we kind of have to put things in context as far as finishes and stuff goes at this point in this rivalry this would be the end of the rivalry so i mean obviously the dudleys are dastardly they're fucking assholes they've done lots right. of dirty things to foley and funk so foley and funk are going over but barely no problem
3: with that no they are problem going
0: over that. but barely and uh, i would give i would probably give i would probably give terry the pin with a big assist by Mick, but you want to you want to have a feel good, you know. This is middle aged and crazy Terry. Yeah, let, this is let, barely legal. This is barely legal funk, you know. This is we let, all love I, Terry Funk. I,
4: let, I ca- let, let cactus, let cactus hit like his double arm on Devon, and Devon can pop up like fucking back bump, and let Terry hit his moonsault
3: going to say the same thing, maybe,
4: and and maybe it maybe being like a fucking pile of chairs or something.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. like let right. get. Oh, this
4: match,
0: this match has this match has every like that's why I booked it this way. This match for for the guys involved and for Terry really. got Terry, Bubba got
4: removed because guess what? Bubba got put through a goddamn flaming table.
2: You know,
3: like Bubba's just eliminated. Anybody remember the opening to ECW, the original version? Oh yeah, with with the fans throwing all the chairs in the ring at Funk and and the Public mm-hmm. Enemy, and the, I could see that being relived in this match. Yes, and the Dudleys being covered in chairs.
0: And um, so you know we got a feel good moment there, and then I don't know we have a we got to take it down a little bit with some interviews and shit. But whatever, you have
3: a non finish, don't you?
0: No, no. Actually, I don't think my card has a non finish. Oh. I take that Ooh, back. It does. Really? It has it, uh, has, it has one. Night. Didn't your main event? Yeah, we all had one. Night no.
3: finish. We all had one. Night, one night finish.
0: My next match is the one I already alluded <laughs> to <laughs> earlier.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: my next match is the one I already alluded to earlier. We don't need to elaborate. I have Taker going over Raven. Um, have to. Yeah.
3: Have to.
4: So Two the next after their massive struggle at my show in
0: 95. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the next match on my card is Wait,
3: wait, wait, Nate. If they they battled on on Aaron's show. Mm-hmm. For your show, Raven makes it gay this time. <laughs> instead, of, instead of it not being gay. Makes it gay? <laughs> yeah, like like during your show, Aaron. Taker was like Raven was like, I want to be with you. And Dicker's like, it's not gay though. But
0: this is ninety-seven, so could right. Taker be, could be like, I do have the
3: tears
2: <laughs> right. <Prison laughs> We're more woke Bits. now. Prison We're Bits. more woke now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the end of Taker versus Gavin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next match is, I've, I've, I've placed Ric Flair into a more aristocratic role here. Back okay. to his, you know, the suit, the tie, the, uh, you know, it, it's Ric Flair. It's the Ric Flair we love the most. And he is going to have a match with a young man that he has, he has crossed paths with in the past and who is now coming up. And he is really coming up. And he is coming up as a blue collar, trash talking,
1: ha- hates Stone that Kyle. guy in that
0: suit, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I
1: thought you were going to say Duke the Dumpster that's Drowsky. I thought so too, Kyle. <laughs> no, wow.
0: Duke, was, Duke was a trash taken out on his way down the card at this point. But I right, got Flair and Austin. Now. He was a
1: blue collar. He was brown collar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got Flair and Austin. And I mean, could you write that?
2: Oh, it yeah. writes itself. It oh, writes yeah. itself.
3: Austin, Austin gets in Flair's face, and he's like, "When Bischoff called and, and fired me by phone, you were nowhere in sight. Where was my?" And Flair
0: was like, "I was nowhere in sight because I was it was Space Mountain, and I had chicks that night."
3: Right, right. you know.
1: Right. And, I didn't care
3: about you, Steve. I cared about myself. And
1: it'd be great to see Austin bring back, like, the flair for the old. and
3: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. See, flair could also be like, dude, I was in
4: the same spot you were in, man. <laughs> like, I, I, know, I know it doesn't work with, like, talking about
3: the, the suit and the aristocrat thing or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for the first couple of weeks, it could work. Like, fuck it. Hey, I was in the same spot as you. I was worried about my job. I didn't know what to do. And then finally, Flair Stepp's like, you're right. I didn't care when you're you right, got pal. fired,
0: You're right, pal. You're
3: right. I didn't I, care. I,
0: I didn't care if you got fired because if I got fired, I still got money. Right. <laughs> you know, like,
4: right. <laughs> and, and, and then you get all like the, the thing that could flip Steve would be like, Flair going, dude, you getting fired. Would be a blip. Right. Me getting mm-hmm. fired would end the company. Right.
1: Yeah, I like that. I would also mm-hmm. have Flair being yeah. like, like, listen here, pal, like you fucking like you're gonna complain blame you, me and blame yeah. me like because you couldn't cut it.
4: Right. And Flair like like You got it, not me. Like like Flair could almost be like, dude. He wouldn't say dude. But you know what I mean? Like listen here, dude. Flair <laughs> could almost be like, dude, you were this just trying to way. be me anyway. Right. Right. You know? Stunning Steve was just a mirror of Ric Flair.
3: Stunning so, Steve wasn't so you. stunning.
4: Yeah, you were right. just you were just a Ric Flair wannabe. And then Steve could just smack him with a beer and fucking stun him.
0: And for this moment in time with the trajectory he was on, I put Austin over. I oh, mean, definitely. obviously, Ric Flair gives him a great match. Oh, yeah. Um, but I put Austin over with a stunner.
4: And the, and this would be a match where after Steve did that, I wouldn't be mad where the guy that just lost immediately endorsed the person that beat it.
3: share a beer. They share a beer. Flair removes mm-hmm. the suit, the tie. Like Flair,
4: Flair can be you like know? shit, you know. I said you, I said Flair, were could, Flair could
0: even, Flair could even go into the crazy Flair, you know, like right, <laughs> yeah. bouncing off the ropes with the beer and
4: right. Yeah. You <laughs> know, blue, it's blue. like blue. Let, let let Flair be like, dude, I thought you were, I thought you were still stunning, Steve, but Jesus Christ, the <laughs> Stone Cold's fucking fantastic.
1: Well, then you could do you something know? fun where like you have like. I wouldn't even have Ric Flair be like the crazy Flair. I'd have Flair be like like whoa, I'm gonna show you like the best time of town, like in the limo. Right. Right. You think you can restaurants. drink restaurants. Take <laughs> you to a fancy restaurant and, and, and I wouldn't I wouldn't eat... be like, no. You know, like
4: <laughs> no, I wouldn't even be mad if Steve Austin was just like after Flair was like got beat and was like and Flair was like, Woo Crazy and drinking beers with him and shit. I wouldn't even be mad if the Stone Cold character was like, you know what?
1: Fucking <laughs> right. Rick pretty cool, right. you know? Right. <laughs> can you imagine Flair yeah, like, and, like the, and, one guy, and the, the one guy, and, guy and like the one guy that Stone Cold Steve
4: Austin likes is the Nature Boy Rick Flair? Like
1: can you imagine them like at the Marriott or the Hilton and stuff? And Flair's like, I got this like 3,000 mile of. of, of right. Uh, Champagne or whatever, fucking Austin has like his cooler beard.
2: God
3: damn, man. Goddamn, Austin, let's do it! Austin <laughs> in that ugly ass suit that he was in after he won the world title would have. Yeah, and he's real uncomfortable. Like I really, I really think this. I think
4: that a character-wise, if you look at the characters, Steve, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Nature Boy Ric Flair. If they were like real life characters,
0: they could party. Would love each other. (laughs) They'd be drinking different booze, but they could party. They're getting
3: drunk. (laughs) Flair looks at Austin. They're drunk. Flair looks at Austin. So I heard you were supposed to be Chili McFreeze. Austin (laughs) turns back to Flair. I heard you were supposed to be Spartacus. Spartacus. (laughs) Yeah. We both like blonde chicks with (laughs)
4: fake tits. (laughs) Let's go
0: drink. Woo! 316. (laughs) All right, so now I'm moving on here with my card, and this is kind of a this might be this might be my match where you guys go, hmm? but I have a submission match, and my submission match is between Ken Shamrock and Taz.
3: I like it.
1: It makes sense. Yeah. Because, you know, and that's the thing people don't seem to realize, and I don't mean to take your thunder away, but, like, Mm -mm. it wasn't until Shamrock came into the World Wrestling Federation that we had the actual tap out. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. it it was more, you know, just like, yeah, I submit or whatever. And I think that's brilliant because you have two guys that, like, what a better way to have a tap out.
0: Definitely. And I I know that 90s.
1: Is it a short match?
0: It is. And I know... And I know that... I'll be back next
4: week. This this is
0: where I think both the panel on the show... This is where I think both the panel on the show and probably our listeners are going to disagree with me. Because this is very early in Shamrock's run. I mean, he's just come into pro wrestling on a mainstream basis. I was like, if Shamrock
4: was in wrestling... I know, what like I said on
0: a, on a mainstream basis, um, I'm putting Taz over, and there's two reasons for that. First, <laughs> I don't like Ken Shamrock, and I like Taz. Um,
4: okay. Second, I buddy.
0: Second, I like Taz, and I don't like Ken Shamrock. So in this, in this, <laughs> in this instance, I am totally political. I think it would be a cool, at this time, submission match, but I am not using Ken Shamrock the way most people would, just because I'm not a fan, and I want to put Taz over, and I'm going to have the UFC guy step up to the wrestler and lose to the wrestler. And and, and, Nate, and everybody can disagree with me, and it's fine. No, I just, no. I just Nate, never... Nate, Shamrock play, was never you, over
4: I'll with t- me. Nate, I'll tell you this. And... You know I've said this before. I'm not a huge in the ring fan of Taz. Now Taz mm. as a personality right and as like a commentator and shit, I love Taz. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Like Taz when he would like commentate like people talk about like the great commentating teams or whatever of all time. And then I know people like like knock Michael Cole, Michael Cole and Taz are a good commentator. Oh, yeah, team. oh yeah. And Taz is a personality I enjoy, but Taz in the ring, I don't care about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. But I would even say that in the ring, in the match you just booked, uh, I would put. Chaz over Ken Shamrock because just as a wrestling person I'd be like, you know what? Chaz has put more into professional wrestling than
1: Ken Shamrock has.
4: So I would... Well, I'd agree oh that. yeah, definitely.
1: And, and here's the thing, like like with Ken Shamrock, like, it's perfectly reasonable to understand why you're having him lose because Shamrock is about the only guy I've ever fucking seen in pro wrestling. Well, no, there's a couple and a couple, but like they got over by fucking losing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that was the only time people gave a shit about him was when he lost and flipped out. Right. <laughs> get out of my way! Nobody. I mean, honestly, <clears throat>
0: I like getting really Shamrock. Get get
4: I like getting Shamrock.
0: So I'm putting Taz over Sham. <clears throat> so now, and this match won't need a lot of elaboration, before I get to my my kind of sort of double main event, I'm going to give us a good, a really good wrestling match. And um, that match is, it has no build. It has no, it's just, you know, I'm kind of doing WCW booking here, but it's just on the card. It's
2: New York rules,
0: bro. But, (laughs) but I won't, I won't have to elaborate on why I'm doing this. When I say this, my next match, 1997, Kurt Henning and William Regal. Yes. And yes. I'm just going to sit back and watch these guys wrestle each other for 17 minutes.
3: Yes. Why? Why? Why not?
0: <laughs> Why the fuck not, Kyle Army? Me. They're going to have a fucking finish. Sorry, I'm playing. Yeah, buddy. Segment.
4: <laughs> Somebody's going to win.
0: <laughs> and and I am. Nobody's going to look better than anybody else in this match. Oh, no. Um. And Henning is going to beat Regal with a, a kind of an out-of-nowhere perfect plex. And again, just not, not a lot of elaboration, not a lot of buildup. I know, I just I want to throw a really, really, Aye. really good match on this card. And what two better guys to do Listen, it? Listen,
3: I booked Chono versus Shamrock, so you ain't going to get that out of me. <laughs> I, I love Kurt Henning. I love William Stephen Regal, Lord Stephen Regal. And at this time, both of them were in their primes. Regal was still young, actually, at, at ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love it, and yeah, Henning has to go over.
1: Perfect, Lord, yeah. Lord Stephen Regal Perfect. was one of those guys that like, he did. He was I'm trying to think of the best way to put it.
0: Regal's never done anything bad, Kyle.
1: No, uh, Regal's has no. done some bad things, and there, there's in the too ring many guys. <laughs> okay. I got you, now, buddy. <laughs> There's never been, in my opinion, a better guy to pull off the character that he pulled off than him. Because oh, he yeah. would come out and, and he would have that disgusted look on his face. Like, well, I was going to hey, say man. in
0: any car- incarnation of his character, yes, like one of my it, it's it's going to sound really silly, and and we'll we'll move on quickly. But one of my favorite regal moments is in 2004, and it lasts literally 15 seconds. Okay. Mm -hmm. They paired William Regal up with Eugene Yep, and Nick Densmore. God bless him. That guy is one of the great technical wrestlers ever too. He had a hell of an actor. Absolutely. Um, But anyway, and I love the Eugene character and I loved the dichotomy between the William Regal and Eugene characters.
3: Um, I could liken it to the movie Rain Man. Yeah. Regal felt he had to watch out for this man that was slow or autistic Mm -hmm. And he loved him. He grew, grew to love him. Because yes. at first it was just like, here, you have Eugene, William. And he was like, okay. And then now he's watching out for him. He's not letting Triple H beat the crap out of him. You know what I mean? The, mo-
0: the moment I'm alluding to that sticks out in my head, again, it's only like 15 seconds, all right? But Eugene has a match. I don't even know who it's against. It doesn't even matter. But him and Regal are in their little team and blah, blah, blah. And Eugene has a match, and he pulls off his upset victory because he's an idiot savant or whatever. And as they're getting out of the ring, William Regal and Eugene play a game of got your nose. Yep. And it is... It's one of the best babyface moments ever because here's William Regal in his suit and everything. Right. And here's here's this kind of... You're this kind of dumbass, and and William Regal's like, but I like him a lot. Right. He's a really good guy, and I'm going right. to play Gotcha Nose with him, right. and it, that's what I'm saying. He did. Right. William Regal never did anything badly. He never no. did anything bad. No. He, he he always stuck to his character,
1: like especially like when they brought Tajiri back, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of oh god, like,
0: that's a fantastic <laughs> moment too when when Tajiri shows up at the office.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <And> he's like, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And he's like. <laughs> he was like Oh, no. Oh, no. Hello. Instead of of being like, you know, like, oh, it's so good to see you or whatever. You know, he plays it up like, oh, no. Guys,
3: I have a quick question about Mm -hmm. William Regal. Because I'm thinking I dreamt this, but I remember it fondly. 1992 or 93, a young wrestler by the name of Steven Regal Debuts in WCW
2: mm-hmm.
3: on an episode of Worldwide. And for a couple of weeks, he's a fan favorite, just known as Stephen oh, yeah. Regal. Okay. It's not even Worldwide. It's Saturday night. Saturday night, but he's on Worldwide. And then he teams with Davey Boy Smith for a match or two because they're both British and they know each other. Yeah. And then out comes the little guy, Jeeves or whatever his name was, which was played by Bill Dundee.
0: Sir so William.
3: Sir, well, Sir William. Next next week, Lord Stephen Regal shall appear, and then that's when we got badass mm-hmm. Stephen Regal.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. See the the gimmick with it was that <clears throat> that Steve Regal showed up not uh-huh. wanting the people to know uh-huh. that he was a British aristocrat, right, and okay. it came out that he was. And um, something is super funny. There's two funny things. Well, there's more than two funny things, but. Two of the funny things from William Regal's book is he's like, for one, he's like, I'm managed by Sir William, right. which is Bill Dundee, and he's dressed as a butler. Right. And he's like, what butler has ever been considered a sir? Right. Who knighted like, him? Like, he's Who like, that's him? weird.
2: <laughs>
4: and like, like, why is this butler knighted as a sir? Right. And... <laughs> and um. when I said two it's actually three funny things he said also when he got signed Bill Watts hired him mm-hmm. and Bill Watts was like hey you know I really like your work we want to hire you and he said well I can't start for two weeks and he was like why and he said um, I've made um commitments to this I've made commitments to joint promotions and Bill Watts was like that makes me like even more I'll give you $3,000 more because he was like you know not fucking the promotion he was leaving and then when he got there when he got to WCW Bill Watts was gone and and he met Dusty Rhodes and he said the first time he was like the first time I met Dusty Rhodes he was in a cowboy hat And cowboy boots. And nothing else.
2: Oh, God.
4: (laughs) Completely (laughs) naked. And was just sitting sitting on an anvil case. Just completely naked. And standing next to him was um, the WCW fucking security guy. Nate, what's his name? Doug Dillinger. Doug Dillinger. Dillinger. And he looked at William Regal and he was like, Billy Regal? And Regal was like, "Yeah." And He goes, "I want you to go out there. You got three minutes with entrances, and I want you to do that Brit. I want you to do that British shit."
2: <laughs> and
4: he's like, "Well, I can't do that British shit in three minutes. minutes." Right? He was like, "That's fine, buddy." But he's like, "This is Doug Dillinger. He's my bodyguard. I got my mo- I got my own bodyguard. I'm just like Whitney Houston. Woo!" And walked away. <laughs> So yeah. the first time he met fucking Dusty Rhodes. He got
2: Dusty the Dusty Rhodes, and I got
4: my own bodyguard, just like Whitney Houston. You know,
0: and he was Dusty naked. Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, <laughs> just, Dusty Rhodes, just like Whitney Houston, had his own bodyguard and big titties. So, yep. and know, died in a
1: bathtub. And what's what's oh sad? Wow. <laughs> what's uh what's we we talked about how WCW ruined Bret Hart, but they fucking ruined fucking Kurt Henning way before Bret Hart.
3: Yeah. Well, they did, but then they gave him a glimmer of hope with the West Texas Rednecks. Yeah, West Texas Rednecks is fucking it's, awesome. It's man. awesome. It's I don't awesome. care what anyone says.
1: No, it's awesome, and then they fucked it up.
3: Yeah. Let's bring in Master P. Why? Fuck. Why? Who do you do? <laughs> Who do you do? Yeah. Right, so, so Chalker's
4: birthday party or whatever. Yeah. So
0: my, ne- so my next match um, on the card, my second to last match, my semi-main, is um, I've got Shawn Michaels and Triple H, D-Generation X,
4: and they have a non-finished bloody brawl. This, <laughs> ma-
0: this match, this match actually kind eh, kind of has a non-finish. Oh. This is ninety-seven. This is ninety-seven. You got DX, Sean, and Hunter against, you can probably guess, Kevin Nash and Scott
2: Scott Hall, the
0: Outsiders, with six pockets.
1: They all go to four corners and
0: thank the fans and hug it out. This is absolutely everything you would expect a click to be in
3: 1997. So they all do a finger poke doom?
0: Literally, the match doesn't happen. Oh, and God. I'm booking to ninety seven guys. The match doesn't happen. Both teams come out, they do a little bravado, like they're gonna kick each other's asses, and then they shit on the promoters and they do hug. a per- They hug.
4: And yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. See Kyle you know why? do you know why I'm fine with it?
0: <laughs> why? Do you know why
3: I'm fine with it? Because context? it's not your main event. And context is king. Yep. Now, at any point in time, does Justin Credible run out and go, you forgot about me? No. No. He's got a sweep later.
2: <laughs> he's serving at Olive
4: Garden. Yeah. He's got a sweep later and make sure everybody has muffins in the morning.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, what do you guys think? I mean.
3: I like it, actually. It's what It would have been a big middle finger to any company.
0: And that's kind well, of the
3: is point. not your main event.
4: I'm fine. Oh,
3: and you can't fire Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Triple H, or HBK. So, yeah, you're stuck with us, son of a bitch. You yeah, ain't getting rid of us. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's just sitting there like, well, I had a non-finish with Triple H and HBK to shit on yeah, it. It was
0: That's- your mini event, Kyle. <laughs> Be- because, because of everything that the went down... did I I on
2: the business, Aaron. I
0: didn't anticipate this earlier when I was writing this, but because of what went down... Right. Kyle, what Kyle? What do you think?
1: Like I said, at least at least my non-finish fucking had some realism to it. It wasn't <laughs> poor guys going, ha everything you see is bullshit. <laughs> New York, rules, in con- bro.
0: In context,
1: one of those, one of those guys could have got
0: up. So my main event is actually was on somebody else's card, but I didn't mention it, okay. Aaron, at the time because it's it's a different iteration of both guys. My main event. This is ninety seven. This is a redemption. This is wow. Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and Brett the Hitman Hart. Ooh. This is Hollywood Hulk Hogan.
2: Ugh. Brett and hasn't, it left man, that right? hasn't
0: left. No, so it's
4: it it it's heel Hogan versus heel Bret Hart.
0: No, this is Brett has been screwed.
4: Brett. Oh, so, so he's a fucking right
0: baby There's WCW. no way he's a heel. This is is Brett was he's the heel in
3: '97. In 97. That's what I thought about. No, 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 but Brett gets to WCW, and this is the right booking for okay. him. Okay, so
2: okay, I got you now.
4: I I was just. Well, I think in ninety seven I think it healed Brett,
0: yeah, oh, and me absolutely too, okay,
4: so that's where I thought you were going. I'm like, man, healed Brett, heal Hogan, they'd be friends
0: <laughs> at this point at this point, Brett's probably been screwed, and Brett's never liked Hogan, right. and Hogan was Vince's boy right and and Hogan is essentially getting to be that he's getting to be Vince for mm-hmm. Brett. And frankly, and, and a long story short, if anyone wants to add to it, I'm letting Brett go over in this fucking thing with the sharpshooter.
3: I see a I line. Dead, no, I'm tools, so you're good. I see a line of Brett saying something towards the effect of, Hulk Hogan, you're the cancer to this business and I'm the cure.
0: Yeah. You and Vince. I think, I think, it, should be yeah. I
1: think it should be a non finish, but that's just. <laughs>
0: Both men, bloody in the middle of the
1: ring.
4: blood. Brett could look at Hogan and be like, "Look, dude, I didn't like it when Vince screwed me, right?" <laughs> you just
3: let him on a nightly basis,
0: but yeah. you know you let him. You let him take you no holds barred. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: let him. You let him. You let With him. The teeny wanger. You let him blow your brains
3: out from a character standpoint. You
0: know. And then you had to take a big dookie anyway.
3: <laughs> Vince Russo comes out. New York, Prison rules, bro. Prison poop.
0: <laughs> I I honestly think that. Uh,
3: no, Brett needs to go over because if this mm-hmm. is at the height of his W when he first gets into W.
0: And w- I'm not giving him that shitty music, by the way. He gets his WWE oh, music.
3: Oh man, that, I'm that
0: not giving WCW. him the W. <laughs> that shitty WCW. He even calls it in his book my crappy WCW. Yeah, he's music. like I had
4: to come out there and my. With my crappy WCW you know angle and you know my
3: crappy WCW music, you know what's worse? When you watch his debut on the network, it's dubbed music, so it's even worse generic music. Yeah, it's here's terrible. my problem. It's Hang on, bad.
1: time the fuck out.
0: Are you gonna shit on my card there, Kyle?
1: No, no, I'm oh, not. Okay.
0: But what I'm gonna say He's is, you
1: gonna game. shit on your rug? <laughs> I'm gonna show him Bret Hart for a minute here. <laughs> He's <gonna
3: shit>. Oh, <laughs> how are you gonna You're, shit on the crown jewel of Canada?
1: Here's you my. Know
4: what, you, you know who else should he I? You know who else I, Hey, hey! You know who else should I Bret Hart for a minute?
1: Who? Sonny,
0: Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> in stereo.
3: Are you careful, guys? Bring, hey, have you, you guys been? Twins up all because this time?
1: Medusa will fucking call you out on it. Yeah, <laughs> don't
3: don't even start. Uh, but no, here,
0: here's what pisses me off
3: about Sonny <laughs> and shit gets Medusa all wild.
0: <laughs> David Gold just turned this podcast <laughs> off. <on. laughs>
3: David Gold's like, I love this. I love this David, the. Does David, Gold,
4: does David Gold want Medusa to shit on? Him?
0: No. It's it's a long story that it's we're not going to tell on yeah, this show. We'll,
1: maybe we'll tell it on 60 Minutes or less. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, here's my. Hey! I'm, I'm a, real I'm quick, a, real quick. What are you guys going to
4: talk about on 60 Minutes or less? The Week in Wrestling? Yeah. Um,
0: For two hours? <laughs> <laughs> <That's>
3: right. <laughs> no, no. We kept it to an hour and a half this past week. Yeah, it's right. We're getting there slowly.
0: Morley yeah. Safer is rolling over his brain. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Sorry, that was obscure, but I had to. No, it
3: was perfect.
4: Uh, no. I was going to say, if you guys picked one show, I'd watch it and try to contribute, but Jesus Christ. You... If it's going to be an hour and a half, I ain't joining.
1: You're more welcome <laughs> to join us, and you if can. You're just not busy
3: Friday. You're more stuff. welcome to join.
4: Yeah. When am I ever busy, busy on a Friday? I just
3: And eat pizza. By
1: all means, come on in and
3: bring your pizza. Well, you ain't pizza. sharing pizza with us, so you can't come on now.
1: Come on, loop, Bring your green hat. Let's go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Line of the night belongs to Kyle. He totally... <laughs> it. You know what, Kyle? <laughs> Kyle, Snoop-a-loop. I'm giving your show an 8.5 now. I've gone up by <laughs> half you. a star. Uh, <laughs> But
4: no, uh, <laughs> See that's how you finish, buddy. That's how <laughs> you
1: finish,
0: Kyle. That was a funk dubious, my friend. <laughs> that was, that perfect. was fantastic.
1: <laughs> that, well, I, <laughs> that was perfect. Hold on, because I'm about to fucking tank it. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to preface this by saying Bret Hart is absolutely one of the greatest pro wrestlers of all
0: time. Yes, okay? and he will tell you that he will. But here's my brother, <laughs> and over and over, okay. and over again.
1: <laughs> Bret Hart in his book says, like, oh, I came out to that crappy WCW music. He's Brett fucking heart. Why didn't he fucking right. change Wait a minute.
3: it? You mean they paid you $100 million and you couldn't say, uh, could we change my That's
0: money? what I was about to say, though. Yeah, they no. paid him $100 million, so he was like, fuck it. I right. You know, yeah. I'm just the, like, <laughs> i just okay. taking the... Like, whatever. I feel
1: like with Brett Hart that sometimes he allows shitty things to happen to him just well, so he has yeah. something to bitch about. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, he almost... I, I believe wholeheartedly that he knew the screw job was coming and he I was just let it happen. Aaron,
3: I was just about to say, I think everything that Bret Hart ever said was a shoot was a work. He knew everything <laughs> was about to happen. You know what I mean? Like, he might have went to Sean before Sean cut the sunny days promo and be like, hey, mention sunny. Don't worry about it. I'm good with it. He's so Go good.
0: With everything.
3: <laughs> everything Bret Hart said was a shoot was a work. Just so he could bitch, <laughs> and he stole a lot of goddamn bucks. Right, so judge for him. You know, I mean, look, I said it on the the Th- Thunder Blunder <laughs> episode. Oh look, it's Bret Hart, the guy who basically bankrupted WCW. <laughs> You're pissed about your music? Yeah, your run was garbage. <laughs> you well, did, you guys, did you guys see
4: my Jim Barnett joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <But,
0: laughs> oh, my boy.
1: And I don't want to. Kyle, not saying, Kyle hey, did you, did Jim,
4: did you yes. see Kyle? Did you see my Jim Barnett joke?
1: I did, and I don't want to <laughs> take away from that yet, but I just want to say this about Brett and this whole thing. Like, it's not like your Disco Inferno. You have some fucking
2: pull. All right, no. <laughs> My, oh, Jim no. Hey, My Jim Barnett joke. Hey, look. your fucking music. Look,
0: look, Disco Inferno had better music in WC. Right. He, he did. I he
2: did. actually danced to Disco Inferno. And he, in he had a, a boombox. He, he had a
4: fucking boombox. My Jim Barnett joke <laughs> was <laughs> that Jim Barnett used to We're fantasize back on this <laughs> about going to the heart house because he heard Stu was taking guys down in his dungeon and
1: stretching them.
0: <laughs> and Helen's like, Oh, I don't know what's going on.
1: I have no I, idea. I have I feel so bad for Helen because like you watch <laughs> her fucking wrestling her shadows, she's like She's like, I asked you, how long are we gonna be in this business? And he said, like, two years top. And now, now all, now all are... my kids look like donkeys. I don't so know what's They're married to wrestlers, and...
0: <laughs> and now my daughters look like my sons, and my sons look <laughs> like
3: donkeys. <laughs> what's happening? Jesus Christ! Back to my hatred of Brent Hart. First, have you ever noticed though that, like, hey, other than hey, other does than anybody like, have an
0: opinion on my card or what?
4: Other, <laughs> other, other. Other than like
0: the Guerrero's
4: and the Armstrongs, every wrestling family is ugly as fuck. <laughs>
2: Have you ever noticed
3: that? The, the ug- not exactly good looking.
0: The ugliest God has to be soul. the Von Ericks. Let's okay. be honest. Yep. They,
3: they look like horse fuckers no. too. Like <laughs> Von Ericks look like. You know how they tell us that man evolved from apes. It looks with the Von Erichs. It's like they were evolving, and then it, no, we're gonna stop here.
2: Like <laughs> exactly. mean? oh, oh, oh shit, it's shit, Von Eric. <laughs> 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 the Von Erichs. The
1: Von Erichs like, look like, like they give you.
0: Lacy, Lacy Von
1: Eric.
4: It Like like Lacey Von,
0: Von Eric is adopted. Okay, oh,
4: she, <laughs> she, she's <laughs> like that. She's like, and that good, she's like the good-looking monster. Right. <laughs> You know? Marion. Like she's like Marion Munster. Right. She's just in this house with right. all these club footed right. fucking horse faced <laughs> Or no footed. Yeah, these these no footed lacey faced
3: And here's Lacey Von Eric. Aaron. Aaron. Lacey Von Eric and AJ. Daddy, there's a monster under my bed. No, that's your uncle
0: Kevin. <laughs> your uncle
3: Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's not wearing shoes. He never
1: wears shoes.
3: Never seen him. Don't worry about it. You
1: know it. what's fucked up about that? Like you, you <laughs> like, listen to him talking. He's, like, he's just in the corner walking in a circle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we left, we left your other uncle. We left your other uncle in the attic, electrocuted.
1: Here's yeah. the fucked so oh. like, part. we tried that to make him sit yes, there. Yes, and he's at his fucking induction <laughs> ceremony, he's like, like the worst thing you can ever say about your dad is like, well, I know my dad loved me.
2: <laughs>
1: like, I don't fucking think you
4: did.
2: <laughs>
4: he sold tickets to your brother's funeral. Your whole family's a piece of shit. Just saying.
0: Lacey's like, Lacey's <laughs> like, Uncle- Lance, because he's not related. That's not,
3: <laughs> Lacey, age 15, dad, where's Uncle Lance, boo? Who? You know the guy you you had with you in work class. honey. That wasn't my brother.
0: Yeah, I was just, just
3: had to fill in the blanks. It was
0: just some guy.
3: Who <laughs> just, just,
0: just <laughs> somebody? We found
1: him out by we the dumpster. In we no couldn't way. find. We well, couldn't.
0: So. We couldn't locate Jeff Gaylord that
3: day. So made that guy. He was he was out by the dumpster that Bubba Ray said your mom was blowing a guy next to.
2: Him. <laughs> he said, "Why not?"
3: <laughs> It's like it fits the mold perfectly. <laughs> yeah.
1: so.
2: Oh, so, God. so what
4: have we taken from this show? Yeah, we've offended was, we offended every listener we had. We my went,
3: card was really good. Nate's yeah, card was all right. Gave, we gave you an 8. We gave Kyle yeah. an 8.5.
0: Nobody rated mine. So. I'm Nate,
3: it was a 7.
1: I give yours a, a 9.
3: Nate? Rate 9. All right. Nate, because I play well with others, and I enjoyed your card. You had a lot of uniqueness. I'm giving you a nine point five. So you and I are tied. All right. My card was the best. Kyle's no, card. No, your card is the worst. Your card was the worst. We said. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. He's like, I want to return my I, shirt. Hate-, I hate. Aaron. Aaron. Home, book- but- Aaron
0: booked a card in 1995 without Hakushi or Jean Pierre Lafitte on it. Right. So how ca- shame how on you.
1: you. And here's how the thing. dare you. You got an 8. I got an 8.5. So, technically, Well, you can take
4: it more than I can, buddy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't be mad that I can fucking... that I'm professional at it and I get paid for it. You have to fucking give it away for free. Because nobody wants it. So, don't even fucking...
4: Archie and... Nate's card came in
3: second. Yeah, your, your brother, brother, Nate. You forgot your Nate name. Third. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: and, it's
0: it's Carrie.
3: <laughs> wait, wait and was that a hidden meeting joke?
0: <laughs> I think I know what that meant.
4: <laughs> so my card was the best. Kyle's came in last. Nate <laughs> yes. and Archie's. Yes, Aaron. for second. We've, and no, every no, other actually, than...
3: Well, I'm not even going to argue every family here. other so, than... So, Medusa no longer listens to our podcast because we mentioned Sonny and <laughs> Chip. She, she never and
0: did anyway.
3: Sonny doesn't listen to our podcast fucker. for like months. Sonny's incarcerated. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say,
0: Sunny couldn't star. listen anyway. She's yeah, not allowed do to download Sonny, anything Sonny's for Sonny's six years.
4: Incarcerated. She's Sonny. incarcerated, so the only thing she's listening to is NPR and people getting shanked. No, she's reading <laughs> Orange is the New Black.
3: Get it right. <laughs> Okay, well. Can read? I don't know. Just um, having somebody read it to we, her. We totally blew the Von Erics away. Out of right out of the <laughs> <laughs> they blew themselves away, buddy. I left you. Wow, I left I threw <sighs> that curveball out oh, there and you did it right out of the park. They blew themselves away, buddy. Oh, and Bret Hart would never get anywhere near us. But that's,
2: that's a good thing.
0: And just to reiterate on the Von Eriks, at the end of the show, I did bring up the agony
2: of Lafitte. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Do, you, do, you
3: think, do you think that he had trouble buying shoes? <laughs> I mean, you just no, can't can't buy, can't buy one. One. Nah. Yeah, but you just can't <laughs> buy one.
0: <laughs> His daddy knew at least a few shoemakers
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. in Dallas. <laughs> Oh, God, we're so bad. But this is what happens when we go four hours. I, we're, not the one, yeah. we're not the one that told him to get
1: on a fucking motorcycle with no fucking boots on. That's why he was the, the fucking Texas tornado,
4: because he just kept...
0: <laughs> Going around in circles. In a circle.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's why that <sighs> lunch was so devastating.
0: So on last week's show because he wanted to completely shit on Ferrara and Russo, I let Kyle do the outro.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Aaron, because I'm your big brother, and I want to deny you this for tonight.
4: Now, here, I don't care. Like I feel like I've done my job today.
0: All right, Archie, I'm going to let you do our sign-off for this week's We Can't Wrestle podcast, which will probably right. clock at one of the longest. But- all right. No. Also, David one Gould of the best, the funniest, and most offensive. Oh, definitely,
3: let me sit up in my chair and straighten my tie.
1: Get all <laughs>
3: professional.
1: I'm surprised you had it on this whole
3: show. Well, it's the only thing I'm wearing. Damn, that's, I mean,
1: that's commitment. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it would come off,
3: but. but Ladies and, and gentlemen,
1: gentlemen, I spent three hours now trying to wait for you to take that tie off, and it, it only
3: comes yet. off on my fans only. You got to pay. Oh, Like
1: how much is that?
3: <laughs> Four ninety nine a month.
1: God damn.
3: It's not, it's not that bad. I have a group on. <laughs>
1: well, what gets me what gets me Archie is it's the fucking clip on. Where'd you clip it
2: <laughs> Group
0: on my, ch- my chest it's, hair. It's the clip on <laughs> group on. I love it.
3: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen Still we... in Kyle's pay per view. Oh my god.
2: <laughs>
3: Ladies and gentlemen we here at the weekend at Wrestle least Archie'll have a finish. <laughs>
1: I'm begging you to please let RT do the fucking. A <laughs>
2: <That's all.
3: laughs> uh, D a D a D. That's all, folks. Now, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Thank you for joining us for one of our longest shows ever. If you would have changed anything about our cards, whether it be in two thousand and three, nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety seven, or nineteen ninety eight, please drop a comment. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, If you're not subscribed to the We Can't Wrestle podcast Facebook group or YouTube channel, that's right. Aaron just told told you what the fuck is wrong with you. Make sure that you join the We Can't Wrestle podcast, World Championship Customs, the Asylum for all your meet and greet needs, the Nerd Closet. Um, And the upcoming,
0: I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but there will be upcoming a 2300 pod group as well
3: awesome so you got you got the family of Facebook groups to join um, support wrestling whether it be local indie or mm-hmm. anything that's on television uh, make sure you join Perfect. Kyle and I uh f- this week it's gonna be Friday but we are usually Sunday at uh, 10 a. M. 10 p.m. 10 a.m. yeah it's morning <laughs> break- breakfast time with Kyle and Archie uh, <laughs> in less than an hour yeah, yeah. Uh, an hour, uh, 60 minutes or less, Kyle and I talk about the week's word of wrestling. Or more. Uh, join Aaron <laughs> Maxson's group, Trading Chops, for your funny, gut-busting needs. And uh, I think I've shilled enough now. Oh, no, wait. Go into the to the store and buy some merch from the We Can't Wrestle podcast and the Motley Soup. Um,
0: teespring.com.
3: There you Bye. go. There you go. And thank you all. Have a good night wear shirt. <laughs> <laughs>